What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Coach Chioki Bradley, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. What's up, Tiger Nation? Nick Michaels here reminding you to tune into our coverage next Friday night, October the 7th at 6.30 p.m. as the Worcester Generals come to Arlen Field to battle the T.Y. Tigers in an OCC clash. Always a great contest with those two schools. On your radio home for Tiger football, GoTigers.com. Good evening, Tiger Nation. Nick Michaels here from Community Stadium in Ashland, Ohio for week number seven of the high school football season. Thanks for joining us this evening, and we should have a fun one this evening as, once again, the Ashland Arrows and the T.Y. Tigers are set to battle. Should be a fun one last year over at Arlen Field, 28-24 Mansfield, a winner over Ashland. And if you remember two years ago, uh, we faced the Arrows twice. They did win both of those games, but they did get their revenge last year. It was a tight game. Actually, it was a game where um, Mansell Senior was up double digits, and uh, Ashley made a comeback, but the Tigers were able to hold on with their fantastic uh, defense, and Brock Hill made some incredible plays with his feet, and the Tigers were able to get the win 28-24. to And last week, we defeated Lexington 41-0. to We're actually going to qu- take an unexpected quick break here, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the pregame show brought to you by BP Electric on GoTigers.com. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419 419- 522-2020. Weeds and leaves dragging you down? Landscaping need a tune-up? Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran-owned and operated, Hills specializes in flower beds, lawn care, leaf removal, and let's not pretend winter isn't around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal, too. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. That's 419 689 4346. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP electricofoh.com proud to be the presenting sponsor on vsbn radio want a chance to win forty eight hundred dollars then come to firefighter bingo on fourth street in mansfield and play their most popular game the horse race doors open at 4 p.m with early bird games starting at 6 30 p.m thursday friday and saturday located inside of the mansfield fire museum they offer a full concession stand you must be 18 or older to play That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Sean Adams, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. 
Welcome back to Community Stadium. Nick Michaels here. All right, so this is the pregame show brought to you by BP Electric for Mansfield Senior as they travel to Ashland. The four and two Tigers, two and one in the o in the OCC, and then Ashland is four and two and also two and one in the OCC. A game behind West Holmes, and West Holmes so far the team to beat is once again in uh, week four, 37-7, the Mansell Senior loss. And I don't know, folks, if West Holmes are going to lose a football game. They're pretty darn good, and uh, they've been steamrolling everyone. We're actually the closest score they've had all year, so uh, that's pretty good. Uh, I guess that's the moral victory of the evening, I guess you would say. But let's get back to this game. So, as I mentioned, we uh, beat them 28-24, to and as John Davis always corrects me, he also mentioned that we were actually losing in that game 28-24, to Last year, we actually came back to win that game, so I do remember that now. So sometimes you, uh, sometimes you lose with your memory, but let's tell you real quick about Ashland because we have a lot to get to as far as content-wise. We'll have Coach Bradley right before kickoff. We'll also have Coach Owens as well here on the pregame show. So Ashland's journey, uh, their first game of the year, they lost 61-28 to at Norwayne, and then in week two, they bounced back with a 49-7 over winless Marion Harding. Buckeye Valley, 34-16 in week three with the win there for the Arrows. Then they lost a close one to a very, very stingy and tough defensive uh, new Philly team, 15-7 here at Community Stadium. But they were able to bounce back in week number five with a 53-7, excuse me, win over Mount Vernon. Boy, are the Yellow Jackets really struggling this year. It's been a rough year down there. Uh, the Madison Rams last week at, over at Madison, Scott Valentine facing his old team, the Ashland Arrows, and it was all Arrows, 49 to 14. For the TY Tigers, in case you've been living under a rock, here's, here's how their season's been going. The Tigers come in once again at 4 and 2. They are 41 to 19 over at Norwalk in week 1, week 2. We defeated uh, North Canton Hoover 42 to 9 in the home opener at Arlen Field. Week 3 was the humbling experience of Maslin at uh, Arlen Field 33 to 0. And then week 4, it was the tough loss to a team that could possibly be playing in Canton this year before it's all said and done. Possibly, we'll see. Uh, they have to get through Glenville first in the regional final. And then that was 37-7. to And then uh, Tigers got back on uh, their winning ways at New Philly. Boy, did they have to work for that game. New Philly's got a really good defense, and that was a very tough game. But, you know, Coach Bradley said it really brought the kids together emotional and uh, physically, too. They really improved in that game. 21-10 to at New Philly. And then we defeated the Lexington Miniman. First shutout of the year, 41 to nothing on homecoming. And it's always sweet when you beat Lex, especially in a shutout. So, all right, let's get to Coach Owens. I talked to the offensive coordinator, Jacob Owens, earlier this week. And this is what he had to say about uh, last week's win against Lexington, Fat Man's announcement of his scholarship, and then, of course, uh, tonight against the Arrows. All right, Coach. So 41 points last week. First of all, let's dive into this Lexington game. Uh, it's got to feel good. 41 to nothing. But I think the biggest thing I notice is Duke looked more comfortable last week than I think he has all season, stepping up and making those big throws. Yeah, Duke did a great job of, of getting the ball to his playmakers. Um, they were in cover zero. So we just took what they gave us. Um, he, he threw the ball very well, very efficient. Um, some of his fade balls were, were unbelievable throws hit our guys right in stride. So we just took what they gave us. Do you think this is really going to help with his confidence moving forward? I think it should. It should, it should help him a lot with his confidence moving forward just because it was a big-time game for him. He, he threw for over 300 yards and four touchdowns. It should be a really good game for him to build off of. 
And, you know, a lot of people, too, I think we're talking about how your offensive line is getting better and they're flying under the radar. But I think that's really what you want to see from your line, getting better each and every week. Absolutely. You know, uh, the big guys really don't get a lot of credit um, in football in general. But our big guys, we love them up and we tell them they're doing a good job and they continue to get better each and every week. And we got to continue to do that. Just keep getting better, keep chopping wood and getting better. That's what Coach Bradley always says, chopping wood. Let's talk about Fat Man. Uh, he announced that he has received a full ride to uh, Kent State. So for you, being the offensive coordinator, that's got to be really proud to see one of your kids achieve that level. Absolutely. Uh, Fat Man does a great job of working hard. He's here every day giving all he got. Um, and, and coaches see that. When you put that on film, coaches see that and you get rewarded from it. I'm, I'm very proud of him getting that reward of a, of a college scholarship and Hopefully it's just uh, one of many more. Ashland has really turned into a nasty, fun, hard-hitting rivalry. It's a lot of fun for, I think, both schools back and forth. Uh, we know that, you know, they've been really a roller coaster ride this year for the Arrows, but you can never count them out. No, they're, they're a good football club, and uh, we, we, we always battle with them. It's always a good game, but to travel to Ashland, so that's a whole other deal there, but... We're going to compete, and, and we've got a good game plan for them, so hopefully we come on top. So how do you guys keep trying to get this balance of getting these one-on-one looks? I mean, I notice once you get those one-on-one looks, you're going to take them all day. Uh, well, we try, to, we try to game plan on Sundays with all the coaches and try to figure out how to get those matchups we want. And we all do a, a great job, a collective effort, of getting those matchups we, we would like and we want. So it's like a group effort. And, we, you know, you just talked about uh, Nate Dismuke in another interview. He has really – I call him Nate the Great on the air. I just – it's just his transformation. He does not look like a sophomore at all. Yeah, Nate, he's, he's come a long way, man. He's, and he, he's continuing to get better. He continues to work, and that's what we need from him. We need him to, to continue to get better and keep, keep working. He had a phenomenal game Friday night, and hopefully this next Friday night you can have another phenomenal game. Thanks, Coach. Good luck tonight. Thank you. So, folks, it seems to be that the theme this year and really with this regime with Chokey Bradley and uh, Coach Owens is up in Minnesota you have Row the Boat and Mansell Sr. you have Keep Chopping Wood. So that is the theme that they have been preaching and preaching and preaching about. I love that term. That's, uh, that's pretty cool. That's awesome. Anyways, let's get into this rivalry here all time, and these stats are courtesy of the Wizard of Stats, Mr. John Davis, who stays up until 5 a.m. Uh, researching the last time the Tigers and the – and the arrows went into triple overtime, right? So uh, the the total series lead forty four to thirty five and three ties in favor of the Tigers. So a fifty five uh, win percentage in this rivalry between the Tigers and the Arrows. The last time that the Ty Tigers won at Community Stadium was two thousand and eighteen. So it's been four years. So it'd be nice for the Tigers to break that little snap there or streak i can't talk tonight i can't think it's uh it's week seven and it's friday so um anyways so the tigers first win was 26 to 21 uh it was the last time excuse me 2018 we're gonna take a break because i can't talk so we'll be we'll have more of the bp electric uh pregame show we'll have week seven matchups coming up here on gotigers.com roby foster miller eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. 
Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Weeds and leaves dragging you down? Landscaping need a tune-up? Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran owned and operated, Hills specializes in flower beds, lawn care, leaf removal, and let's not pretend winter isn't around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal too. Call 419 689 4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. That's 419 689 4346. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP electricofoh.com proud to be the presenting sponsor on vsbn radio want a chance to win forty eight hundred dollars then come to firefighter bingo on fourth street in mansfield and play their most popular game the horse race doors open at 4 p.m with early bird games starting at 6 30 p.m thursday friday and saturday located inside of the mansfield fire museum they offer a full concession stand you must be 18 or older to play that's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Sean Adams, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to the pregame show brought to you by BP Electric. And speaking of BP Electric, let's look at the Week 7 matchups. Hard to believe Week 7, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Nick Michaels, and uh, let's dive right into our matchups this evening. Taking place over at Highland High School, if I can talk, the Shelby Whippets and the Fighting Scots. Uh, that's a game where I might have Highland winning in an upset tonight at home. That running back's playing really well. Shelby's all over the place defensively. They can't stop anyone. So that's going to be one to watch tonight. Edison travels to Willard. Danville is at Cardington. The Worcester Generals in an OCC matchup. I think they're going to get off their losing streak, and they're going to get the win tonight at Mount Vernon. Mount Vernon is a hot mess. The Tigers will see them in two weeks, and they'll see Worcester next week, both at Arlen Field. Those are the next two matchups coming up, but I think Worcester cruises over the Yellow Jackets this evening. Norwalk travels to Sandusky. Are the Truckers ever going to get a win, and what a hot mess it is over there with Coach Fox being suspended and all the issues in Norwalk. Not a good season for the Truckers. West Holmes will travel to Lexington in the Minutemen. Uh, that could be a quick one tonight. West Holmes just steamrolling everyone. We saw them back in week four. Pretty good football team. Wouldn't be surprised to see them in Canton this year, or the Knights, that is. St. Paul will make the trip to Western Reserve. Ridgedale is at Elgin. Uh, the Ontario Warriors will travel to Galleon. Galleon just knocked off Shelby last week. All the momentum in the Tigers' favor. Uh, Warriors started off 3-0. They've lost three in a row. Uh, so 3-3, three and three, this is a must-win for Ontario to kind of keep their above 500 campaign alive. 
and their MOAC title hopes alight, but I think Galleon wins this one this evening. Uh, Madison is at New Philly, and this could be a very low-scoring game. New Philly not known for scoring a lot of points, although they dropped 44 on Mount Vernon last week. That's Mount Vernon. I think Madison's a little better than Mount Vernon. So New Philly, uh, watch out for that one. That, uh, that could be a very low-scoring game, even low, lower scoring than our game. Uh, Lima Central Catholic travels to Lucas. I think the Cubbies are in for another rough night. They lost last week to Crestview. And I think Lucas might have their fourth loss of the season tonight. Crestline, will they ever get a win? They travel to Waynesfield to take on the Tigers. Don't think that's going to happen. South Central is at Crestview. Pleasant will travel to the Valley to take on the Clearport Colts. Northmore travels to East Knox. Colonel Crawford will host the Upper Sandusky Rams. Plymouth at Mapleton. And then Brow- and Loudonville will host the Fredericktown Freddies in a K-Mac. In some K-Maction, I should say. Winford travels to Buckeye Central. Mount Gillian will host Centerburg. Seneca East will travel to Bucyrus. And then River Valley will host Marion Harding, the Vikings. And then our final matchup. Kerry travels to Mohawk to take on the Warriors for scores throughout the evening and final scores tonight along with final updated standings. Go to vsbmradio.com. We are your source for sports in North Central Ohio. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll have more of the pregame show brought to you by BP Electric. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. What's up, Tiger Nation? Nick Michaels here reminding you to tune into our coverage next Friday night, October the 7th at 6.30 p.m. as the Worcester Generals come to Arlen Field to battle the T.Y. Tigers in an OCC clash. Always a great contest with those two schools. On your radio home for Tiger football, GoTigers.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Lala. You're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Community Stadium. Nick Michaels here. We are about six minutes away from kickoff, so let's get right into Coach Bradley. Here's what he had to say about last weekend, tonight's matchup. All right, Coach. Well, it's hard to believe it's week seven already, man. The time just flies when you're having so much fun, and we had fun last week. Lexington, 41 to nothing, first shot out of the season. Just recap uh, your kids' performance. Well, I felt like, um, you know, Coach Owens and our offensive staff did a really good job of uh, preparing our kids all week uh, for what we were going to see on Friday. And our kids did a great job of coming out and executing uh, the game plan that was put forth t- towards them throughout the week. The biggest thing I noticed with Duke is that he finally really stepped up in the pocket, into his throws, and he was very confident last week. Well, he he uh, he commanded our offense. Um, you know, Duke checked us into a couple touchdown plays uh, where, you know, we had runs called and, and um, you know, he checked out and, and, and threw the ball to – the you know appropriate receiver given the coverage in the secondary and the and the blitz package that was that was coming to him 
Um, so he did a really good job. And I think he grew up last week. Um, and, uh, and, and then he executed all his throws. Uh, you know, even on the deep balls, you know, none of our receivers had to break stride. He put them all on the outside shoulder. Uh, so that was, uh, you know, a really good good experience for him. It was a great opportunity for all of us. A lot of people before that. You know, we'd, we'd be old and gray when you can tell that story, man. Uh, uh, so it was extremely a blessing, man. It, it was definitely God sent. Yes. Well, and, and another thing with Aaron, too, is it's not just that game. He's been great the whole season as well. He has really stepped up and seized the opportunity this year. Yeah, Aaron has, has, has really came out of his shell uh, this year. We, we um, you know, came up some, with some different ways as a staff to get him involved and, and kind of utilize his abilities. Um, you know, and, and, and he's um, stepped into his role and, and he's been executing, you know, for these first, you know, five, five or six weeks. And uh, we just want him to continue to get better. Don't be satisfied. And, um, you know, and, 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 and keep chopping wood. There you go. I love that term, chopping wood. Speaking of chopping wood, the Ashland Arrows. I don't know about you. Lexington's a big rivalry and, of course, Madison. But as of late, it seems like Ashland has really been the team that it's been really competitive back and forth. They knocked you guys out of the playoffs a couple of years ago, so I know there's some bitterness there. Just kind of talk about this rivalry, and uh, it's going to be a fun one tonight, I think. Well, you know, anytime you play Ashland, whether it's here or there, it's going to be a tough football game. Um, you know, Coach Cedar and his staff will – Make sure that those guys are prepared and ready to play. Um, you know, so we got to do the same with our kids. Um, and so it, it wouldn't be anything short of a great football game. Um, you know, it's, it's a wonderful atmosphere. Um, you know, two good football programs, two, two, uh, two teams who, who are going to play extremely hard, extremely fast, and, and extremely physical. Who are some of the guys on the Ashland side that you have really uh, noticed? Well, we got to pay attention to the – we got to pay attention to the uh, Mick Frederick kid, um, the um, the other receiver, um, you know, number uh, uh, 21, number one. Um, Metzger. Yeah, Metzger. Um, you know, we got a – They got um, a lot of speed. They got a lot of speed in, in, in their, um, you know, skill positions. Uh, the running back spots is tough. Um, you know, and defensively, you know, they want to blitz and, and, you know, create some chaos. Um, you know, in your backfield and your quarterback's face and throw off your running your run attack. So they do a really good job of disguising coverages in the back end. So they want to keep you guessing. So, you know, for us, you know, we just got to do a real good job of, of um, executing, you know, our game plan. This O-line has really flown under the radar all season, really doing a really nice job. What do you want to see from them tonight? I want them to continue to get better. I want them to be extremely physical, all right, and execute all of our run fits. Thanks, Coach. Good luck tonight. Thank you. Welcome back to Community Stadium. Nick Michaels, we are moments away from kickoff here as the Ashland Arrows have finally run onto the field. Senior High has been on for a couple of minutes, so they're just trying to get loose over there on the far sideline, and uh, it's going to be a fun one tonight. Ashland did win the coin toss, and they have elected to defer to the second half. So Mansfield will get the ball to start the game. Tonight the TY Tigers are in their road whites with orange numbers and orange lettering. Say Mansfield on the jersey. They have the Cleveland Browns pants tonight, the orange pants with the brown stripe, the Cleveland Brown stripe, excuse me, on the sides. Then you have the Tiger Paw on the helmet with that is white with orange helmets and the white stripe. And Ashland with their home blacks, say Ashland on the side in white, and then black pants. And then they have that uh, tomahawk with the A on it on their helmet with the stripe down the middle, black helmet. As we get ready... 
for tonight's contest. Thanks for joining us, week seven. John, what's the temperature tonight, do you know? It is currently 63 degrees. Is it really? Oh, look at you. You got everything right in front of me, 63 degrees. Brought to you by John Davis, ladies and gentlemen. Well, somebody else can get it. I just put it on the screen. <laughs> uh, stay tuned for John Davis's wise crack of the evening. That's coming soon. So senior high, they're still huddled up, and so are the arrows. So we should be getting ready here within the next 60 seconds. We'll be kicking off. So senior high will be going from the right end. So they're going right to left, as we see it. South to north. Right, South to north. Yep. And let's see who's kicking off for the arrows tonight. Number 20 will be kicking off for Ashland, and that is the junior, Caden Spots. And I was told by a couple of Ashland people here tonight, Caden Spots is also the running back, and he is very talented as well. So that's some, someone to watch out for. He'll be the tailback here for the next two years over at Ashland, led by head coach Sean Cedar. I, it's hard to believe. Cedar's been here, what, five years now? <clears throat> so here is the kickoff spots. He pooches it towards the far side of the field. It's caught, I believe that was Keontes, or is it Dismuke, across the 20. He's across 25. He's across the 30. He pushed out of bounds on the far sideline around the 35-yard line. So it's going to be first and 10. Mansell Sr. with decent field position. As we, as we are underway here at Community Stadium. So they'll spot it. He looks like he stepped out of bounds at the 29. So first to Ted Mansell Sr. For Duke Reese in the offense, and the running back in the pistol formation is going to be Zion Brown. So far they have two receivers split out, spread out excuse me, on the near side and one on the far side. And once again, Zion's the back behind Reese. And an arrow with the encroachment here. So we'll before the first snap, arrows move. That's a five-yard penalty. Makes it first and five from the 34-yard line. We like it when they give us five yards. Just a tad bit early on that blitz. Same formation. First and five now from the 34. Reese out of the pistol. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Zion up the middle. He has a little bit of breathing room. He's close to the first down marker. He's brought down around the 39, and he does have the first down. So a five-yard run for Zion Brown, first and 10, Mansfield Sr. That was the one weakness I was told tonight by a couple of the Ashland guys. They really have struggled this year against the run. Norway just completely carved them up on the ground this year. So we'll see if the senior high running attack can get going here at Community Stadium, first and 10, Mansfield Sr. from the Tiger 39-yard line. Pistol set again, same formation as the last play. One on the far, two on the near. Brown is still the back behind Duke. Here's the snap. Fake hands off, and it's a Duke keeper on the far side. Has room to run across the 40. He's across midfield, pushed out of bounds into Ashland territory on the far sideline. Looks like they're going to spot it around the 47-yard line. So a nice run there on first and 10 from the 39 into 14-yard run on the quarterback keep, and then a nice fake there as it completely fooled the Ashland defense. They thought it was a handoff up the middle to Zion, and Duke was able to make plays with his feet. And I'll tell you what, he has really done a nice job with being able to sell the run this year. Pistol set. This time trips receivers on the near side. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Zion, and he'll run 
uh, off tackle there towards the far side of the field for a short gain. One yards down to the 46-yard line. So second and nine coming up. Pistol again, same formation, no receivers on the far side of the field and trip receivers on the near. No score, 10.38 to play first quarter. Mansell Senior's first possession of the game. Here's the snap. Quarterback keeper off the fake handoff. Duke made a man miss, has room to run across the 45, across the 40, and he has the first down and more all the way down to about the 36-yard line. So about a 10-yard run for Duke there. So Tigers moving the ball on the ground here early on at Ashland. I imagine that's going to be their game plan, run it down their throat tonight. Trips on the near. No one on the far side. Brown is still the back out of the pistol. Ashland showing blitz. Here's the snap. And the first pass of the evening rolling towards the near side of the field is Dirk Lukes. Fires down the field. Incomplete. He couldn't quite hit Keontes Bradley who tried to make a diving attempt and tried to make a tough one-handed catch around the 15-yard line. So just overthrew him. And, yeah, as Ben just mentioned, he waited too long and it was incomplete. So it's going to be second and ten from the 36-yard line. I bet you they're going to go back to the run here. It's been working so far. Trips on the near. Once again, Brown is the back behind him. No one on the far side. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Zion up the middle. And this time Ashlyn is there to greet him for a one-yard gain down to the 35-yard line. So they stacked the box on that one. And Ben, but don't break attitude there on that play. Third and nine coming up from the 35-yard line of Ashland. Tigers have the football. Oh, so, yeah, Nate Dismuke, who had a big game last week, he won our Hills Heisman. He is lined up on the far side of the field. And so far they're showing two receivers on third and nine on the near side. Brown is still the back out of the pistol set from Duke. Here's the snap, third and nine. Hands it off up the middle, Zion. And they try to run it again up the middle, and he's going to gain about maybe one. So it's going to be fourth and eight from the 34. So do they... Decide to pin him deep on a punt, or are they going to go for it here? Yep, so that looks like it's going to be the call. Looks like the Tigers are going to go here. Fourth and eight as Duke looks back at the sideline. Yep, I imagine you'll see a lot of zone from them, especially on Amar. Here's the snap. Fourth and eight. Duke back to pass. Throws and overthrew his man way too high. Out of bounds on the far sideline. It was intended for Nate Dismuke. Never had a shot at it, really. So it's a turnover on downs. First and 10 Ashland as they'll take over on their own 34-yard line. So first and 10 for the Arrows and their quarterback, number five, Luke Bryant. I said Luke Bryant. Lander McFrederick's in motion from left to right, and the penalty marker is down, and the Tigers are celebrating, so it looks like it might be 
a false start or illegal mo forward motion or something. So it is a false start on Ashland, moving back five yards to the 29. So they'll line up one receiver on the far side, two on the near with the two back set. McFrederick swings out for the wheel route. Quarterback keep, here's Bryant up the middle, has room to run across the 35, and he is brought down shy of the 40 around the 30. Well, actually, now they move it up to the 40-yard line. So it's an 11-yard run for Luke Bryant, and that's not going to screw with my mind all night. I'm going to say Luke Bryant just to warn everyone. So it's going to happen. Eight minutes and counting. First quarter, no score. Ashland's first possession. Bryant again out of the shotgun. One receiver on the far, two on the near. Here's the snap. Back to pass, going deep. Far sideline and just overthrows his man incomplete. Good coverage there by the Tigers. It was intended for Jonathan Metzger, who needs two receptions to become the all-time leading Ashland receiver, I was just told, before the game. Was that Amar on coverage, Ben? I didn't see. I think it is. That's what I thought. Hamar had a big game last week as well. I think he had 147 yards or something in the win against Lexington. And Nate Dismuke had 121 yards. Big plays really helped the Tiger offense last week. Third and four here for the Arrows. Here's the snap. Brian back to pass. Throws it to McFerdick, but the defense is there to bring him down for a short loss. Inside of the 40, back to the Ashland 39-yard line, and it's fourth down. And the Tigers' defense holds them there. And now Coach Cedar will surrender, and they'll send the punt team onto the field. So the Tiger defense forces a th three and out here. Nate Dismuke back to receive the punt. Uh, trying to see here. Yeah, it looks like Landon McFrederick will punt for the arrows with Dismuke back standing at his own 30-yard line. So we approach seven minutes to go. No score here first quarter. Ashland and Mansfield. Here's the snap. It's a high one, and he gets it off. It's a high punt. Pretty good, actually. And it, fair catch called inside of the 30 to about the 27-yard line. So first and 10, Mansfield Sr., the Tiger offense, with their second offensive series upcoming. So Corey, Corey Durbin just texted me. Uh, the Lexington. Uh-oh, wait a minute here. Lexington 6, West Holm 0. Woo, listen to that one. Fogle with the touchdown. So I know it's uh, it's the first quarter, but uh, there you go. Lexington at least will have the lead over West Holm, so there's their moral victory of the evening. They forced the three and out. Yeah, they maybe did. All right, so here we go, Tigers. And Jameer Petty is the back behind in the pistol set for Duke. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Jameer up the middle. Has room to run across the 30. He breaks out towards the near sideline. Penalty flag is down. He's across midfield, pushed out of bounds on the near sideline around the 40, but that's usually holding territory, and it is on the Tigers. That's a shame, too. Would have been a nice little chunk play for the Tigers to start this series here, but... So negates the huge run by Jameer Petty. So that will move the ball back to the 21-yard line. Oh, wow. 
So first and 16 from the 21-yard line for Duke Reese in the offense. Two receivers split on the far side, one on the near. Petty is still the back behind Duke. First and 16, now he'll move to the right hip of Reese. Here's the snap, and pitches it to Jameer to the outside. Now checks, cuts back into the middle, made a man miss. Stiff arm, still on his feet, spins across the 35-yard line. An impressive play there. Not only with the little cutback juke move, but he also had a nice stiff arm there, and he's going to get up 16-yard run, and it's enough for a first down. And that's a nice play there by Tank Petty. So, senior high with some ground success early on here, and another jump by the Arrows as penalties. This is going to be their third penalty of the ball game. Move it five yards. Tigers will take that. That's going to spot the ball to the 42-yard line. First and five now, Tigers. They're going to show two receivers on the far side. And then they have one on the near. I think that's Dismuke on the near side of the field. And the back behind him, I think, is still Petty. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Jameer. Jameer runs towards the near side hash mark for a short gain. Three arrows were there to bring him down on the near side of the field. So they'll move the ball up to about the 44 two-yard run, I think, is what they're going to call. So 43, so that's a, a long one. Second and four is the official call. No score here. Under six minutes to play here from Community Stadium. Pistol set again. Petty is the back. Two receivers on the far, one on the near. Here's the snap. Duke rolls to the right side. He's under pressure. And he chucks it downfield and throws it out of bounds in the sideline. Incomplete. It's going to be third and four. Just not getting that look tonight when he rolls out. And Ashland covering very well downfield in that zone. I was told that it has been a strength this year. Their secondary has played very, very well for the Arrows. And I know they've been told to watch out for 14 and especially number 8, Amar Davis. Third and four from the 43-yard line of Mansfield. Tigers have the football out of the pistol set. Same formation as last play. Here's the snap. Hands it off. No, sorry. It's quarterback keep. That's Duke. He tries to turn the corner. Nice block there to get close to midfield. And he will have the first down and more. Six-yard run for the quarterback, Duke Reese, making plays with his feet here early on in the first quarter. So they do mark it at the 57-yard run for Duke. First and 10, Mansfield Sr. See if the Tigers can get a scoring drive here. 5.29 to play, first quarter. Ball at midfield. Dismuke is lined up on the near side of the field. They'll show two receivers on the far side, and Petty is still the back behind Duke Reese. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Petty up the middle. Lost the ball, but Duke falls on it. Nice job by Duke to back up his teammate. He literally was following a Petty. So Petty carries the ball and just about got back to the line of scrimmage, and the ball popped out, but Duke, the quarterback, what a veteran play there by, you know, Duke just really smart play there, was just backing up his teammate and was able to uh, see that the fumble was there, and he jumped on it. So really they only lose two yards, and they catch a break here. Second and 12 from the 48-yard line of Mansfield. Pistol set again, trips receivers on the far side. Here's the snap back to pass. Duke throws it to the slot in the middle of the field for a short reception, 
into Ashland territory. It's complete to Keontes Bradley. So four yards on the reception. I think that's the first completed pass of the ball game for the Tigers, isn't it? Yes, it is. So it's going to be third and eight from the 48-yard line of Ashland. See if the Tigers can convert again on third down. Pistol set two receivers on the near side, two on the far. Petty's the back now moves to the left hip of Duke. Receiver in motion from right to left. They'll pitch it to Dismuke, who tries to turn the corner, but Ashland is there to, to greet him, and I believe that was Metzger on the stop, and it was for a loss. All the way back in the Mansfield territory, back to the 47-yard line, five-yard loss, forces a punt for the Tigers. Nice awareness there by Jonathan Metzger. And Ashland defense gets off the field. Under four minutes to play, first quarter, still no score here. Makai Bradley will resume his punting duties. He was pretty good last week. This will be so he is the third punter this year. And back deep for the arrows, I believe that's Metzger. Kind of hard to see their side numbers on their sleeve. And it's a high one and another good punt. He has a strong leg, and Metzger, I thought he called for the fair catch. He didn't. Catches it inside of the 20, pushed out of bounds on the near sideline for a very short gain, up to the 22-yard line, I believe. So first and 10, Ashland, as their second offensive series is coming up. So maybe uh, John Davis is right, and Lexington should have taken a picture of the scoreboard as uh, West Holmes just tied the ball game up. 3.20 to play. Ashland has the ball for the second time tonight. Here's the running back on the right hip of Luke Bryant, the quarterback. Here's the snap. Back to pass under pressure. Now he's going to run with it. And he is going to be brought Fumble. down. Fumble. Fumble. Ball on the ground. Tigers have it. And Makai Bradley, he is running into the end zone, but they're going to say he was down. So Makai Bradley on the fumble recovery for the moment. It's a senior high ball. And it is first and ten, Mansfield Senior. Took the officials a minute. So Makai with the big hit and forces the fumble, and he was able to get the recovery as well. It's funny. Before the game, I was on the field, and I yelled at Makai. I said, let's have a big game tonight. You need a T-shirt. And he just looked at me and said, yes, sir. So, At the end of tonight's game, if the Tigers are victorious, we'll present the Hills Heisman Outstanding Player of the Game Award and receive a T-shirt courtesy of Hills Landscaping and VSBN Radio. So stay tuned for our post-game show. Tigers now trying to take advantage of a turnover, something they were very good at last year, forcing turnovers, and now the offense is set up at the 20-yard line. They're in the red zone. Pistol set. Here's the snap, hands it off to Ricky Mills. The back has room to run, checks out towards the outside. He's to the 15, he's to the 10, turns the corner to the 5, and he is close and pushed out of bounds on the far sideline. See if they spot that at the 1 or the 2. But that was a nice run there by Ricky. Was able to cut out towards the outside and turn the corner. Where'd they spot that, John? I'm trying to figure it at out. the 1. The scoreboard says the 1-yard line. They got it actually at the 2. So the two, so 18-yard run for Ricky Mills. <laughs> so now it's at the one again. 19-yard run for Ricky Mills. And I'm looking for that uh, power eye, and I think it's coming here. Duke is under center. And no, it's just the regular 
I formation. Who are the backs, though? I think Ricky's the tailback. Who's the blocker? No, I'm sorry. That's Duke underneath. He's just going to try to he's going to try to quarterback sneak it, but we have a penalty marker down. It might be a false start on the Tigers. <laughs> so it is. So move it back five yards to the six-yard line. First and goal, Mansfield Sr. from the six. So, first and goal, 2.54 to play, first quarter from the six-yard line. Mansfield Sr. off the fumble by the Arrows and the recovery by Makai Bradley. I formation, Reese under center. I believe Ricky is the tail. Who's the tailback? Here's the snap. Hands it off to Makai, the fullback, runs up the middle, and he's going to get back to the five-yard line. That's it, one-yard game. So Ricky on the carry. We're we're trying to see. There's this weird kind of orange glow where we're at right now. Just weird with the lights here, and then the the sky is a pink kind of glow to it, and it's hard to see the uniforms if that makes any sense. Yeah, it is. It's it is a little dim. It is kind of hard to see. No. All right. Here's the power eye now. Duke's under center. Ricky's the tailback. Here's the snap. Throws into the end zone. It looked like it was tipped at the line of scrimmage. Incomplete. And it was intended for who? Is that Dismuke? Yes. Yes, it was Keontes. So it's third and goal from the five-yard line. Two thirteen to play in the first quarter. No score. Tiger, Tigers trying to get on the board here. Power eye again. Ricky's the tailback with the two blockers, Leo and Makai. Reese is under center. Here's the snap. Hands it off. Ricky has room to run up the middle, and he is still running, and he is close. And he fumbles the football, and Ashland gets it back at the one-yard line. Are you kidding me? Oh, my goodness. He was running, trying to turn that corner on the outside. The ball popped out. Ashland falls on it. We'll see where they officially spot. It looked like around the one or two. So on the recovery for Ashland, Tyler Sauter at the one-yard line is where they're going to spot. Actually, it's inside of the one where they spotted it. So Long field here for the Arrows. Man, that's just a heartbreaker to turn that over. And you at least had the opportunity to get three points there. So here we go. The defense back onto the field. Ashland has it under center with the tailback. Here's the snap. 20. Here's And hands it off to Spots. He runs and he is hit immediately around the one-yard line. I think that was Symir Phillips on the hit. One-yard run. They're going to mark forward progress up to the two. So Caden Spots on the carry. Second and nine from the two-yard line of Ashland as we approach 90 seconds to go here in the first quarter. No score. Yep. Under center is Bryant. Here's the snap, and he just tries to get a quarterback keeper pushing that line to get some breathing room, and he does across the five out to about the six. Actually, they're saying that his knee was down around the five, so he does get a little bit of breathing room. Yes, five-yard line. Spots, not up in the program. Three, five, nine, 
third and what is it here? Third and nine, right? Third and six from the five-yard line. Bryant now will run out of the shotgun. Spots is on his left hip. Two receivers on the far side, two on the near. The officials took forever to spot this ball here. And now we're ready. Spots on the left hip of Luke Bryant. Here's the snap. Fake handoff throws. Ball is caught in the middle. That's Metzger across the 20. Has room to run. He's across the 30. Has one man to beat. 45 to the 50. And the Tigers try to tackle him high. He's still on his feet into Mansfield territory. They're going to wave him dead inside of the 45-yard line. Penalty marker is down, and they're fighting. We have two players, Ashland and Mansfield, kind of getting at it, pushing each other, and now they break them up. 51 yards reception to Jonathan Metzger. Personal foul on the arrows. Metzger doesn't like it. He's beside himself on the home sideline. So 51-yard reception, but then you move it back with the 15-yard penalty. One minute to play here in the first quarter. No score as Ashland converts on third and six from the two-yard line. But then with the 15-yard penalty, that's going to move the ball back into Ashland territory at the arrow 38-yard line, 37-yard line. First and 10 arrows, 53 seconds and counting now, first quarter. Ryan out of the shotgun, spots on his left hip. Here's the snap, fake handoff, throws middle. The field incomplete. Miscommunication as it was intended for Grayson Sturry. He looked like he kind of slipped, and Lala was, Keontes and uh, Lala were on coverage. 45 seconds to play, first quarter. Second and 10 from the 37-yard line. Ashland off the fumble recovery as they coughed it up previously on their last offensive possession. So they return the favor, get a force on defense. A big chunk play. Now second and ten. Here's the snap, fake handoff, throws, incomplete. Metzger fell down and the throw was behind him. Incomplete. Bryant has kind of struggled throwing the football here early on. He is two of five for 50 yards. Granted, most of his yards was on that one reception to Metzger. Actually, all of them was. I love it when I'm right, John. <laughs> 41 seconds to play. Third and 10. Big third down here. Trips receivers on the far side and a five wide set. Empty backfield. Two on the near. Here's the snap. Bryant's back to pass. Has time to throw. No holding call. Throws middle of the field and complete. And it was intended for Grayson Sturry and Tigers with that zone coverage. It was Aaron Thornton and La La Owens to defend that. And I agree, I, there was a huge hold there on the guard, and they didn't call it. Fourth and ten, though, it doesn't matter as the Tigers are able to stall the drive. Landon McFrederick will punt and back to receive for Mansell Sr. is the sophomore sensation, Nate the Great. 
So the ball spotted at the 37. 36 seconds to play here. Here's the snap. And Ricky, ooh, Ricky almost had a shot at maybe blocking that. It's a high one from McFrederick. Gets a Tiger roll backwards to about the 34-yard line, and Metzger is there to down it. First and 10, Mansfield Sr. from the 34-yard line upcoming. So over at Highland High School, Shelby is currently losing to Highland 7-0 and DeVito having a rough night. He already has two interceptions in the first quarter. So we have yet to have a touchdown in this game or any points for that matter. It's been a defensive war. Each team with a turnover, both fumbles. Empty backfield set for Duke. Three receivers on the far. He'll keep it. Or is that Amar? No, it is Duke Reese up the middle. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was Amar at first. Yeah, okay, so the announcer said Duke, but there was no way I could tell just from the build that it was Amar Davis on the Wildcats. So they ran. They have run this. Six-yard run up the middle. Sorry, folks, didn't mean to confuse you. That will be the end of the first quarter with the score. Ashland 0, Mansfield 0. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Ricky Mills, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on gotigers.com. What's up, Tiger Nation? Nick Michaels here reminding you to tune into our coverage next Friday night, October the 7th at 6.30 p.m. as the Worcester Generals come to Arlen Field to battle the T.Y. Tigers in an OCC clash. Always a great contest with those two schools. On your radio home for Tiger football, GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Community Stadium, start of the second quarter. No score here with the Tigers and the Arrows. First and, I'm sorry, second and five, Mansfield Sr. Yep. So here we go, second and four, and Mansfield Sr.'s on the court, on the uh, Wildcats, excuse me, up the middle. Another short gain here across the 40 up to about the 42-yard line. So three-yard run sets up third and two. Third and two, empty backfield set for Duke. I'm sorry, that's Amar still. One on the far and three on the near. And here's the Wildcat, and Amar on the outside has room to run, turns the corner. He's across midfield to the 40 and into Ashland territory inside of the 30. 
Pushed out of bounds on the far sideline, right at the 30-yard line. Huge run on third and short for Amar Davis, and I'll tell you what. I would keep going with this Wildcat here, although it looks like Amar needs a breather. So, But I would immediately, uh, as soon as you can, as soon as he's ready to go, I'd bring that back. That's working. So Duke is back into the game. Zion Brown is the running back out of the pistol. First and 10, Mansell Sr. at the Ashland 30-yard line. 11-10 to play until halftime. Here's the snap, hands it off to Zion, who's going to run in towards the near side of the field and brought down around the near side hash marks inside of the 30. Four-yard run down to the 26-yard line. Tigers. Finding success moving down the field tonight, running. They just have to be able to finish and score some points now. They need points. Here we go. Second down, rolling to the left side on the far side. Duke's going to be sacked in the backfield all the way back, close to the 35 or on the 34-yard line. Huge loss there on second down. Third and 14 on the 8-yard loss. So ball at the 34 on third and 14 here. I'm curious to see what they do. Two receivers on the near side and one on the far. Brown is the back on the left hip of Duke. Here's the snap, third and 14. Hands it off to Zion who runs up the middle and is tripped up immediately around the 35-yard line. And they, it has actually no gain as they'll give him forward progress to the 34. So I don't know. See if they bring out Makai here. It doesn't look like it. it looks like they're going to – oh, now Makai runs onto the field. But he's I think they're still – yeah, he's he's in there to block, so I think they're going to go for it here. Ashland playing that zone. It's been kind of hard to get any good looks on the outside tonight, especially with Amar. They've done their film study very well so far. Here we go. Fourth down. Out of the pistol. Here's the snap. Duke's back to pass. Has time. Now he's going to run with it, 35. He's to the 30. He's to the 25 and pushed out of bounds on the near sideline around the 30-yard line, and I think he might have gotten the first down. And he does. The referee says first down, Mansfield Sr. So Duke Reese tonight making plays with his feet on third down. I think that's the second time tonight, John, he's converted on third down with his feet. He is our leading rusher. Didn't he lead at New Philly, too? Was yeah. he the lead rusher at New Philly? I think so. And that has not been something he's known for over his high school career on the JV squad. First and 10, Mansfield Sr. hands it off to Zion. Across the middle, leaped over an Ashland Arrow who was on the ground. Tried to hurdle him there, and he's tripped up. Inside of the 15 to about the 14-yard line. Six-yard run for Zion. The Tigers in the red zone. They need points here. So... Don't risk anything here. Pistol set. And Ashland calls a timeout. We'll take a break as well. No score. 841 to play second quarter between Mansfield and Ashland. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Locally owned and operated, the life support team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service. 
providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is Makai Bradley, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Community Stadium here. Nick Michaels, 8.41 to play until halftime. No score. Both teams with a turnover, both fumbles. And Mansell Sr. fumbled the ball last time they had it. And uh, at the two-yard line, Ricky Mills coughed it up as he was running into the end zone. A nice little force out there. But let's look at real quick total yards, 138 to 62 in favor of Mansell Sr. Second and four upcoming from the Ashland 14-yard line. Tigers have the ball in the red zone. Pistol set formation, and the back is going to be Zion behind Duke. Two receivers on the near, one on the far. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Zion up the middle. Made a man. Missed to the 10 to the 5. Touchdown, Tigers. Zion Brown runs into the end zone. Nice blocking up front. And he was able to hit the hole, and that was it. Touchdown, Mansell Senior 6. Ashland 0 with 8.36 to play in the second quarter. 14-yard touchdown run for number 5. And that is his first touchdown on the year, I believe. Well, yes, let me look. I'm pretty sure on that one, my friend. Because I know Ricky has been the goal line back this year. We'll double check on that one. All right, Sean Putt on to attempt the PAT. Snap the hold. The kick is up. And it is perfect down the middle. 8.36 to play in the second quarter. Mansell Sr. on the board. 7-0 over Ashland. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Lala, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Back at Community Stadium off the 14-yard touchdown run, his first on the year for Zion Brown, the junior running back for Coach Bradley. And Mansfield Sr. to the lead now. And Coach Adams loves it when he has the lead. He's able to go to work and create some pressure and really try to force over, force some more turnovers here. Sean Putt is ready to kick off. And this one is on the near side of the field. It's caught. Picked up around the 30 to the 35 and brought down around the 36-yard line. On the return is going to be number would you, 34. There is no 35. And it's 33, Three. Tyler Sauter. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Grayson Sturry. <laughs> Grayson Sturry on the return out to the 37-yard line. 8.31 to play until halftime. Ashland looking to answer the Mansfield touchdown. Tigers up 7-0. Two receivers on the near, two on the far. Here's the snap. Hands it off to the running back. Spots has room to run across the 40, across the 45, close to midfield. Has the first down and more, about a 12-yard run there by Spots. They'll spot it at the 49-yard line. 
of Ashland. As they look back, Luke Bryant, the quarterback, looks back at the coaching staff. And again, two receivers on the near, two on the far. Caden Spots is the running back on the left hip of Bryant. Here's the snap. Bryant back to pass. Throws a screen on the near side. Metzger has it complete. He's across midfield into Mansfield territory, and the Tigers bring him down just shy of the 45-yard line. So Jonathan Metzger has just broken the all-time career receptions record here at Ashland, so congratulations to him. The Arrows have it now first, I'm sorry, second and four at the Mansfield 45-yard line. Clock run. We reset the play clock and the clock's running. Why didn't we stop the clock? <laughs> Little malfunction here. 7:10 and yeah, like John said, the clock is continuing to run. What? 30 seconds has been ticking off at least. Yeah. Shotgun. Here's Bryant, throws middle of the field, it's caught. McFrederick spins, nice little move, runs towards the outside. He could score an Ashland touchdown. Dives towards the pylon, gets in, touchdown Ashland. 45-yard reception from Luke Bryant to Landon McFrederick. 6.52 to play in the second quarter. 45-yard reception. Nice work with the clock. 6.52. Hmm. I'm, uh, I'm at a loss for words there. It had nothing to do with the touchdown, but still. Didn't they have a clock problem last time we were here, two years ago, if I remember? All right, so the kicker is Braxton Hunt. And snap, the whole kick is up, and it is good. 6.52 to play in the second quarter. The game is tied at 7 apiece between the Tigers and the Arrows. You're listening to the Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Weeds and leaves dragging you down? Landscaping need a tune-up? Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran owned and operated, Hills specializes in flower beds, lawn care, leaf removal, and let's not pretend winter isn't around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal, too. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. That's 419-689-4346. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Amar Davis, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. So Ashland is able to answer the Mansfield touchdown with one of their own, a 45-yard touchdown pass from Luke Bryant to Landon McFrederick with 6.52 to play until halftime. We are tied at 7. Ashland did defer to start the game, so the Arrows will receive the ball to start the second half. And here's the pooch kick. And it's going to be returned by across the 30, 35. Pushed out of bounds on the near sideline. And that's Nate Dismuke on the return. Was it or was it 12? No, it was 14. Okay. Okay. So 11 yards on the return. First and 10 Mansell Senior from the Tiger 40-yard line. 
6.46 to play until halftime. Stay tuned for the halftime report brought to you by RFME. We'll have an interview with senior Aaron Thornton talking about his emotional play last week and the inspiration his father brings to him each and every single day. So that's coming up. First and ten out of the pistol set for the Tigers. Duke Reese back at quarterback. Two receivers on the far side and one on the near. And here's the snap. Hands it off to Zion up the middle. And gets a pretty good chunk there on first down across the 44 up to about the 45. Now all the way up to the 46-yard line. Six-yard run for Zion. At the end of tonight's game, if the Tigers are victorious, we'll select the Hills landscaping height or sorry i messed that up we'll select the hills heisman and the winner of that award will receive a t-shirt courtesy of hills landscaping now the official stops the clock to reset the play clock i guess i don't know <laughs> one receiver on the far side two on the near uh, the pistol set now zion moves to the left tip of duke and a mars in motion Here's the snap, hands it off to Zion, has room to run across midfield into Ashland territory down to about the 46-yard line, first and 10, Mansfield Senior. Tigers able to move the ball on the ground tonight pretty well. Mansfield Senior has 162 yards already on the ground. Ashland has 24. And it's like Brandon Wells was telling me before the game, this has been... The Achilles heel of this Ashland defense, their rush defense, has really struggled all season long. So here we go. Pistol set first and 10 at the Ashland 46. Here's a snap. Duke's back to pass. Throws middle of the field. It's intercepted by the Arrows. And on the interception is Caden Van Tilburg. I'm sorry, Van Tilburg. So the Tigers turn it over as Duke... Didn't see the safety cutting across, and he made the pick. Arrows will get the ball back. Five twenty to play here in the second quarter. We are tied at seven. Ashland off the second Mansfield turnover of the evening. They'll spot it at the forty-three yard line of the Arrows. So Bryant and the offense trots back onto the field. Three receivers on the far side, one on the near. Spots is the back on the right hip. Here's a snap, back to pass. Bryant looks, now runs with it up the middle for a short gain. Ball is out on the ground. Fumble, scramble for the ball. Mansfield saying they're ha they have it. Let's see. Mansfield celebrating, and the official awards it to Mansfield Senior, and the Arrows give it right back. It's a turnover fest here at Community Stadium tonight. Lala Owens on the recovery for T.Y. Wow. Ha, crazy. Well, I think earlier, too, Mansfield got that turnover on the fumble, and then, the what, three plays later, the Tigers... Coughed it back up, so just kind of crazy tonight. So both teams now with two turnovers apiece. And they'll spot this at the Mansfield 49-yard line. Pistol set for Duke. And movement on the line as the receiver on the far side of the field jumped. 
So moving back five yards, that's Dismuke. He'll check out of the game for a play. First and 15 from the Mansfield 44-yard line. 5.07 to play until halftime. And who's the back? Is that Zion again? Here's the snap. Hands it off to Zion up the middle. He's across the 45, and he is tripped up close to the original line of scrimmage. Four yards officially to the 48-yard line of Mansfield. T.Y. with the football off the... Fumble recovery by Lala Owens at midfield. I'll tell you what, for Ashland games, this is probably the, the quickest first half I've ever seen at this stadium. 4.33 to play until halftime. Here's the snap. Second 11 here, and they'll toss it to Zion across midfield to the 45 to the 40, inside of the 40 into Ashland territory. So Zion with another chunk play running the football tonight. I'll tell you what, folks, Zion's got to be the front runner for the Hills Heisman. 15-yard run for Zion. He now has 12 carries, 65 yards, and a touchdown. Wow, John's right. 181 on the ground tonight. They'll run it again. That's Petty. He runs towards the outside, has room to run to the 30, to the 20, and he's pushed out of bounds on the far sideline inside of the 20-yard line. Another first down for the Tigers. So over 200 yards on the ground. Wow. In the first half. So they have to come up with points here. And I think the Tigers are going to talk about we do actually have an injured player. We might have. So Petty is down on the field. We'll take a break as well. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. This is Makai Bradley, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Community Stadium off the injury timeout. Here's the snap. First and 10 from the 15. Ricky Mills on the carry. And runs up the middle for a one-yard gain to the 14. <laughs> Under four minutes to play until halftime. We are tied at seven. So do you credit one-eighth tackle for each player or what? I don't have that formation for the Tigers. Here on second and nine from the 14. Here's the snap. They'll toss it to the tailback. Zion, 15, spins inside, and he's going to be, what, one-yard gain to the 13. Nice formation, but Ashland is there to sniff that one out. Tell you what, they found some nice plays tonight where they have run up the middle and then kind of cut out to the outside. So 
They tried with a sweep there, but here we go. Pistol set, third down. Third and eight from the 13-yard line. As Duke looks back to the sideline, I think that's still Brown in the back behind him. Two on the near side, one on the far. Here's the snap, hands it off to Zion up the middle and plays it safe, goes up the middle for a very short gain. I think of maybe even just one to the 12. So is it fourth and seven? And I think it's Sean Putt time. We need to get some points here, get the lead back. He'll spot it at the 12. 29-yard field goal. Upcoming for Mr. Sean Putt. Is this the first of the year for him? It'll be his first attempt because the other two have had bad snaps. Bad snaps, yes. So the first attempt of the year for Sean Putt. What's his career long, do you know? 35. Okay, so a 29-yarder. And timeout. So the kick will not count. And Mansfield. No, I'm sorry. Ashland called timeout. 158 to play until halftime. The Tigers looking to take the lead off the toes. Sean Putt with a 29-yard attempt upcoming. He, I was told he surpassed 100 career points last week, so congratulations to Sean. He doesn't get an opportunity to kick many field goals because a lot of times Coach Bradley and Coach Owens like to go for it, but yes, I saw that. So a 29-yarder ball spotted at the 12-yard line. I saw it, John. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were going to rub it in my face. So here we go, 29-yarder for Sean. He'll kick it at the 20. Snap the hold. The kick is up, and it is perfect down the middle. Sean Putt kicks the Tigers to the lead, 154 to play until halftime. Mansfield Senior 10, Ashland 7. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Ricky Mills, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on gotigers.com. Welcome back to Community Stadium. Nick Michaels on the call. Mansell Sr. for just joining us, taking the lead 10-7. As we had a scoreless first quarter, so all 17 points in this second quarter. 154 to play until the intermission. Sean Putt off the 29-yarder will squib it in the middle of the field. Picked up and brought down immediately around the 35-yard line. Dalen McGinty, I think, on the stop. But uh, he there was collision. He is down. He's injured. So with 150 to play until halftime, let's take a quick injury timeout here from Community Stadium, Mansfield 10, Ashland 7. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. 
Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Lala, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. What's up, Tiger Nation? Nick Michaels here reminding you to tune into our coverage next Friday night, October the 7th at 6.30 p.m. as the Worcester Generals come to Arlen Field to battle the T.Y. Tigers in an OCC clash. Always a great contest with those two schools. On your radio home for Tiger Football, GoTigers.com. Back at Community Stadium off the injury timeout, and apologies, that was uh, Nye Petty who was injured for the Tigers. He will get credited with the stop, but when he made that tackle, uh, I guess, uh, I'm not sure what happened, but knee twisted or something. But he is now up, and he is actually jogging off the field, so that's a good sign. He was screaming in pain, it looked like, so it's hopefully he's okay. He's literally jogging off the field, so that's a good sign. So Mansfield Sr. off the 29-yard field goal by Sean Putt. Now their defense will go to work and try to force a stop here because remember the arrows uh, deferred to start the game so they'll receive to start the second half, the football. First and 10 arrows from the 35-yard line, under two minutes to play. The running back is Landon McFrederick on the left hip of Luke Bryant. Receiver in motion from right to left. Trips now on the near side. Now they'll move spots in motion to the right side of the field. Here's a snap back to pass center pressure. And Thomas was there, couldn't get it. Now he just chucks the ball. Ugly floater downfield incomplete on the sideline. Ahmad Thomas with pressure there. He was all over Luke Bryant there. Thomas with a huge game against New Philly was his breakout performance. Who wonder where he has been all this time? The twin brother of Amon Fatman Thomas. Empty backfield set, five wide, three on the far, two on the near for Luke Bryant. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Bryant looks, looks, fires deep, incomplete. Throws it into the turf. As it was well covered downfield by the Tigers. 130. 138 to play. Yeah, good point there. So this is the 17th play upcoming for the Arrows. And it's really rare because when the Tigers lead in time of possession this year, they, even in their big wins, they haven't had the time of possession. It's 16-5 to five right now. Here's the snap. Hands it off to the running back. Spots up the middle, but the Tigers are there to greet him on third down. Ricky Mills on the stop. And I look for Chokey to call a timeout immediately, and he does with 1.29 to play here until halftime as he wants to get the ball back and get some points, and he is fired up on the far sideline. He wants his offense to be able to have a chance to build on this lead. Once again, coming up on the RFME Halftime Report, we'll have a college football preview for tomorrow's games. We'll have our NFL preview for Sunday and then our interview with Aaron Thornton. From this week as he talks about the emotions for playing in front of his father last week the big play the first play of the game stripped the ball right out of 
the uh, Carter Newman's hands for Lexington and picked it up and ran it to the house on the first play of the game. That was such a wonderful moment. And boy, what a breakout season Aaron Thornton's had, the senior for Coach Adams and Coach Bradley. What a great story, too. He is playing with a heavy heart and just, you know, he just a great interview. So I hope you enjoy that one. That's coming up at halftime. 134, they put five seconds back on the clock. So now, who is that punting, Ben? Is that McFrederick again? Looks like it. And I think Dismuke is back to receive as McFrederick will punt it off. Ball spotted at the 34-yard line of Ashland. Awaiting the punt. Snap. Gets it off. It's a high one. And Ashland touched it at the 35. Yes, it hit his helmet. 35-36. Oh, no. I hope they march it back a little farther. Yeah, 35. It looks like they're going to spot it at the 35. So that's about right. So Mansell Senior, a solid field position. They have 128 to play, two timeouts left. Ashland only has one. How's their 90-second offense look? So total yards tonight is closer than you would think, actually. It's 210 to 132, but... That one chunk play for Ashland really makes it seem closer than it is. That 50-yarder <clears throat> earlier in the quarter. Ricky Mills is the back out of the pistol set. Three receivers on the far side. Here's the snap. Hands it off. Ricky up the middle. Has room to run to the 40. 45. And he's across midfield into Ashland territory. Down to about the, well, right at the 50. I thought they were going to give him down to the 49, but. So ball midfield, clock restarts, 117 and counting now. Pistol set again, Mills now moves to the right hip of Reese, three on the far, receiver in motion as Dismuke, here's the snap, Dukes back to pass, under pressure, rolls to the left side, looks downfield and throws it and just can't hit his man incomplete around the 24-yard line on the far sideline. Yeah, it hasn't been the greatest night uh, passing the football for Duke. One of seven for four yards and one interception. But running the football, though, he has uh, been pretty successful running the football tonight. Five rushes, 37 yards, two of those on third down. Two of those rushes. Converting. 59 seconds to play, second and 10 for the Tiger offense. Ricky Mills out of the pistol. Trips receivers on the far, one on the near. Here's the snap. Duke back to pass. Rolls to the left side. Looks downfield. Now, oh, no, I thought he was going to run it and just throws it away. Third and 10. 51 seconds to play. Is this a record, though? 225 yards rushing in the first half. It's got to be close, at least. Although Benson probably had a bunch as well. I, I, you know, that's something I don't really keep track of. I mean, I just have the tip game stuff. It's only 221 for those yards of passing. Oh, I'm sorry. I need my glasses. Can I borrow yours? Nope. <laughs> 221. I need all four of you guys. <laughs> uh, third and ten at midfield, and we have a timeout for the Tigers. 51 seconds to play until halftime. Let's get a quick break in. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. 
Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is Makai Bradley, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. What's up, Tiger Nation? Nick Michaels here reminding you to tune into our coverage next Friday night, October the 7th at 6.30 p.m. as the Worcester Generals come to Arlen Field to battle the T.Y. Tigers in an OCC clash. Always a great contest with those two schools. On your radio home for Tiger football, GoTigers.com. Back here at Community Stadium off the Mansfield timeout. They have one remaining, third and ten from midfield for decrease in the offense out of the pistol set. Here's the snap. Hands it off, and that's Darson, the running back, and he's going to be brought down for a big loss back to the 46-yard line, and I imagine Ashton's going to call a timeout here. Or will they? 40 seconds, and now they do. Timeout Ashland, so now they're going to play the game where maybe we can move the football with some chunk plays. They have two, uh, most of their yards coming on two plays, as John just mentioned to me, reminding me in the timeout. A 51-yarder and a 40... 45-yarder. That's been it. So fourth down for the Tiger offense, and they'll be forced to punt here. 39 seconds to play until halftime, fourth and 15 to be exact, off the five-yard loss on third down. They tried to run it with Darson, and just the pressure from the Arrows defensive line and linebackers are able to swarm him and get the stop, and they called the timeout. It was cool, too. I was talking to Ben before the game. Our next, our final three games of the regular season are all in Richland County, and we are excited about that, aren't we, boys? Yeah. <laughs> Worcester and Mount Vernon back-to-back, -back, and then we end over at Esley Lane at Ram Field. I don't call it StarTech Stadium. That's weird. All right, fourth and 15. Makai is on the punt, and back deep for the Arrows is Metzger. And here's the snap. Makai gets it off. It's a great punt. Inside of the 20, inside of the 10. We're hoping it sits and it rolls into the end zone. I'll tell you what, he's 10 yards further back, and that ball dies inside of the 5, but it was still a fantastic kick. We've been missing that all season long, so I would say that Makai is going to be the guy the rest of the way punting the football this season. So first and 10 arrows from their own 20-yard line. Still a long field to go. 36 seconds remain until halftime. And I have to say, Tigers on the far side tonight, With as far as the fans go, it's about, what, what do you say, Ben? 80%, 75% full on the far side. Decent showing. Trying to make it sound good. First and 10, Ashland. Here's the snap. Hands it off to the running back spots. Up the middle. Spins for a short gain. And a five-yard gain. And, yeah, as John mentioned, they don't have to snap the ball again. 
And, but they're going with Temple here. Why run it on first down then? I don't get this play call. Here's the snap. And quarterback keep up the middle. And he again is brought down with under 10 seconds to play. And that will be the final play of the first half with the score. Mansell Senior 10 and Ashland 7. We'll go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll have the halftime report brought to you by Romy Foster, Miller, Eric. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget. But the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbmradio.com. Featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Season 3, available now, where you listen to your podcast. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419 419- 522-2020. Weeds and leaves dragging you down? Landscaping need a tune-up? Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran-owned and operated, Hills specializes in flower beds, lawn care, leaf removal, and let's not pretend winter isn't around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal, too. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. That's 419 689 
4346. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP electricofoh.com proud to be the presenting sponsor on vsbn radio want a chance to win forty eight hundred dollars then come to firefighter bingo on fourth street in mansfield and play their most popular game the horse race doors open at 4 p.m with early bird games starting at 6 30 p.m thursday friday and saturday located inside of the mansfield fire museum they offer a full concession stand you must be 18 or older to play that's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Coach Chioki Bradley, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Welcome to the Halftime Report, brought to you by Romy Foster Miller Eric. I'm Nick Michaels. Let's dive right into your college football matchups for Saturday, October the 1st. First off, a Big Ten matchup at 12 noon p.m. on Fox. You have the number four team in the land, Michigan, traveling 4-0 to 3-1 Iowa over in Iowa City. Should be a fun one. Iowa's defense could keep the Hawkeyes in this game for most of the bout. Uh, but Michigan, you know, if you're a Michigan fan and I'm not, I was at the game last week against Maryland as an unbiased opinion here. I gotta say, if Michigan is able to win the line of scrimmage, the battle in the trenches with that O-line up front and run the football, I think the Wolverines will win and I think they could even cover their spread of of 11 points. Uh, the, the big key, though, for Iowa is try to make J.J. McCarthy uncomfortable for some turnovers, which he's known for doing. McCarthy at times tries to do too much, the sophomore quarterback for Coach Jim Harbaugh. Um, if you're Michigan, just pound the rock, man. Blake Corum has uh, 64 carries, 478 yards, and nine touchdowns. He had 243 yards last week and two scores against the Terrapins. So that's a game to watch. 11-point uh, favorite for Michigan. I, I say that the Wolverines will cover, but they only win by 12. Also at noon, you have the number 17, 4-0 Kentucky. The Wildcats travel to Oxford to take on the Ole Miss Rebels, who are also 4-0 and ranked 14th. Will Levis has been the hero this year, and they're finally getting their uh, running back back, uh, Rodriguez, for the Wildcats. Smoke has done a nice job filling in as well. The Wildcats have a big win earlier in the year at Florida. They go into another hostile environment. Uh, Ole Miss is actually favored by 6.5 points. Uh, I would take the 6.5 and uh, actually bet on Kentucky to cover. And even win, I have UK to win by 3 points on the road at Ole Miss. That is at noon on ESPN. Also at noon on uh, ABC is number 18, Oklahoma, coming off that fresh upset loss. They're 3-1. They will travel to 3-0 TCU. Oklahoma by 6.5. I say the Sooners cover, but it could be closer than you think. I think Sooners win by 8 points maybe in that one. Another Big Ten bout, the 2-2 two two Boilermakers of Purdue will travel to number 21, Minnesota, for the 4-0 row the boat. Golden Gophers, P.J. Fleck, row that boat, man. I'll tell you what, one of the best running teams in America for a reason. Uh, Morgan, their quarterback, 886 yards uh, passing and seven touchdowns. But Ibrahim, uh, Mohamed Ibrahim, 
the running back has 567 yards and eight touchdowns. I like the running attack too much for the Golden Gophers not to pick them. They are favored by 12 and a half. I think Purdue gives them a a scare in the first half, but the Gophers pull away and end up winning by 20 in this one. So I do like uh, Minnesota to cover. Other action, we have number two, Alabama, travels to number 20, Arkansas. They go down to Little Rock, the Tide do. 4-0 Tide against the 3-1 Razorbacks. Uh, I would love to pick an upset here, but I think Alabama is just going to be on cruise control. Bryce Young and company go into Little Rock and get the victory and improve to 2-0 in the SEC. Alabama's favored by 17.5. I don't think they cover. Take Arkansas on the points. I think the Tide only win by 13 here, but they still get a two-touchdown win. The Buckeyes, and by the way, that game is at 3.30 p.m. on CBS. The Buckeyes will host Rutgers. Rutgers is coming off that 27-10 loss to Iowa last week. They're 3-1, 0-1 in the Big Ten. 3.30 p.m. kickoff on the Big Ten Network. And the number three team in the country, 4-0 Buckeyes, should cruise here. They are favored by 40.5. That is a steep line, but uh, the way that they absolutely destroyed Wisconsin last week, I think the Buckeyes cover by 42. It is going to be close, but I think, as far as the spread goes, but I think the Buckeyes are able to cover against Rutgers at home. It is homecoming in Columbus as well. Uh, 3.30 on Fox, the number nine team in the country, another top 10 team, Oklahoma State, 3-0 at 16 Baylor. I actually, I agree with the spread here. It's a two-point Baylor spread, and I think uh, Baylor's going to upset number nine Oklahoma State. This is usually about the time Oklahoma State drops a game where they're undefeated, they come in, and they get upset. So I think I like the Baylor Bears at home this weekend. Uh, Northwestern travels to number 11 Penn State. That game is looming in a couple of weeks with Ohio State. Uh, I think the Nittany Lions get it done at home. Against the Wildcats, who are only 1-3 this year. Other matchups, you have 22 Wake Forest against 23 Florida State. I take Florida State at home. They're favored by 7. Then the number one team, Georgia, will absolutely destroy Missouri, who's 2-2, two and two, but Missouri's not very good. I think the Bulldogs rebound after their really shaky performance against Kent State, and they're favored by 28 points. They'll win by 35 in this one. Number 10, NC State at 7.30 p.m. Georgia's at 7.30 as well, by the way, on the SEC Network. 7.30 p.m. on ABC. NC State, 4-0. Number 10 versus number 5, 4-0. Clemson. Clemson's favored by 6.5 here. Folks, take NC State in those points. I think it's going to be a three-point win for Clemson and a possible upset alert. I'm not very confident in picking up Clemson. They won in double overtime last week, so a little shaky there. Clemson, I haven't bought into them yet. The quarterback position is very questionable there. So those are all your uh, big, big-time college matchups and everything. So enjoy a game tomorrow, and we'll see what happens. We'll take a break. You're listening to the Halftime Report brought to you by Romy Foster, Miller, Eric. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. This is Makai Bradley, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. 
What's up, Tiger Nation? Nick Michaels here reminding you to tune into our coverage next Friday night, October the 7th at 6.30 p.m. as the Worcester Generals come to Arlen Field to battle the T.Y. Tigers in an OCC clash. Always a great contest with those two schools. On your radio home for Tiger football, GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Community Stadium. Nick Michaels, it is halftime. Uh, I'm going to introduce our uh, interview coming up here. Aaron Thornton, the senior, number two for Coach Bradley and Coach Adams, had a big play last week where he stripped the ball in the first play of the game on the kickoff and picked it up and took it back to the house for a touchdown. It was an emotional night, emotional game, emotional play for him, and he has been playing all season for his father, Walt, who is in a wheelchair and has struggled with health issues. So here's Aaron talking about uh, what that moment felt for him last week. All right, Aaron, senior season. I have to say, man, I am so excited to watch you play every Friday night. You bring so much intensity and fire onto the football field, and you really have transformed your game and really made that step. Uh, I appreciate that very much. So tell me, what is behind this passion and fire that you're playing with this season? Um, playing for my dad and playing for my teammates too. It's a lot of that. So kind of tell the listeners that maybe don't know the whole story about uh, what's going on with your dad, Walt. Uh, about 2019, my dad suffered a brain aneurysm and a stroke. And ever since that, he's been on this uphill battle to get back to where he was. So that really has fueled you then and that kind of like every time it seems like every snap you're playing for him. Yeah, I'm playing for him, playing for my teammates, but mainly I'm playing for my dad. Oh, that's so awesome. And it was cool, too, because I heard right before the game that he was going to be there in attendance, and Coach Bradley just told me that he doesn't always make every game. So the first play of the game, you just stripped that ball out on the kickoff, and you picked it up, and boy, oh, boy, did you make that impact for the scoop and score. Talk about that play. Um, Choke was talking about starting fast the whole, the whole year, really, and I had an opportunity, and my dad was in the back of the end zone, and I had to make a play for him. I came out, I stripped the ball from Carter Newman, and I took it back, and I was I was pretty happy. I wanted to cry myself. That's awesome. But I couldn't. I had to keep playing and just get the job done. Were you able to – I don't know in high school. Were you able to give the football to your dad? I feel like I would have just ran right over to him and handed him the football. I don't care if I get the flag on something like that. Uh, we can. Uh, Choke told me I could have, but I, I wasn't thinking. I was more worried about if we could have got a penalty, if that was going to hurt us, stuff like that. Oh, well, that's awesome. What did your dad say about that? Um, he was he's just, I'm proud of you. That's all he kept saying was like, he was proud of me. He wanted me to go get a sack, and I missed one, but I definitely got to go get him a sack next game. Yeah, you guys got Ashland coming up, but defensively, it was good to get to come out against Lexington at homecoming and get a 41-0 win. Just kind of describe, you guys were so physical last week. I mean, it was everything. We practiced it the whole week about being more physical, and we always talk about that, being more physical than the next, next guy. And that's what we took into account is just shutting them out and being more physical than, than Lexington. Right, and, you know, you guys did a nice job, but now you kind of have to take it up another notch because – it's Ashland. It's a rivalry game. They've had a kind of a roller coaster season, but you always have to prepare that you're going to get their best from Ashland, correct? Yeah, we're just getting ready now, today. We're going to see what the game plan is, and we're not going to take no team light. So, like, everyone talks about Lexington and Madison, but I feel like Ashland is such an underrated rivalry with Mansfield Sr. I think it's starting to pop up in the past couple of years where we're starting to have a big rivalry with uh, Ashland that nobody's seeing. But I, I can see that, that rivalry coming up, too. So for you, uh, Friday night and the defense, they got a lot of speed. The Metzger kid's really talented. McFrederick's really talented. How do you kind of limit their speed and keep them at bay? Uh, Keontas Bradley. 
Aaron Thornton. We got fast guys on our squad. I, me personally and our coaches will probably agree with me. I think we got better athletes than a, a lot of these teams. And I think it was just who's going to be a better athlete in it show. Lastly, I'll let you go. But lastly, Keontes. Let's talk about Keontes. You know, he, he's gotten a lot of slack. Uh, he's gotten a lot of, uh, let's say, he you know he got the d1 offer and everything but i really like how he responded last week i mean Braden fogel everyone's been talking about him keontes shut him down oh yeah it's keontes bradley i mean we can't expect none less i've been with him a lot of years in my life and i know keontes doesn't take anything lightly and he definitely stepped up when it was needed awesome thanks aaron good luck you too that was awesome to talk to aaron this week and uh, boy oh boy was he happy to have that performance and really this season he's been outstanding uh, in the top uh, four I believe in tackles on the team as well so we hope that he continues with his successful season as well and we hope that the Tigers continue to do well tonight it is 10 to 7 at halftime TY up about six minutes maybe seven until we kick off the second half so we'll take another break when we come back we'll have your NFL two-minute drill of what's coming up on for games for Sunday around you and around us uh, from Community Stadium, you're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. This is Makai Bradley, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Here is your NFL two-minute drill. All right, so on Sunday, October the 2nd, the London game this week at 9.30 a.m., you get to wake up, folks, and watch some NFL football. Love that feeling with the triple header, actually a quadruple header. Uh, the Vikings, 2-1, and one, will travel to the 1-2 and two, uh, Saints officially. The Saints are the home team, but that game is over in Tottenham uh, Stadium in London. So that should be a fun one. The Browns will travel to Atlanta. I think the Browns are able to get this one. Just watch out for Marcus Mariota. He has been playing pretty well for the Falcons, better than everyone expected. I think that game is a lot closer than you would think. Uh, the Commanders will travel to the Cowboys at 1. These are all 1 o'clock games. Seahawks at Lions. Titans at Colts. Bears travel to the Meadowlands to take on the Giants. Jaguars, they've been a nice surprise, 2-1 at the 3-0 Eagles. That should be a fun one on CBS. The Jets will travel to Pittsburgh. Man, the Steelers' offense is a mess right now. Buffalo at Baltimore. That's going to be the featured game of the week, I think. That's a pretty good matchup right there. Lamar Jackson versus Josh Allen on CBS at 1 p.m. Chargers at Texans. And then at 4 o'clock, we have the Cardinals traveling to Carolina to take on the Panthers. Bill Belichick and the Pats travel to Lambeau to take on Green Bay. Denver is at uh, Las Vegas. And then the Sunday night game, as of right now, is Kansas City at Tampa Bay, just depending on the whole hurricane situation. Um, we don't know what's happening yet uh, down there officially if uh, with all the damage and we think about all those victims and families uh, happening, you know, with the hurricane effects and everything with Hurricane Ian. So we, uh, we just hope everything, everything and everyone is okay down there in the Tampa area. In all of Florida, for that matter, all of those impacted. 
Monday Night Football, the Rams at the 49ers. That will be an entertaining game as well. That's the rematch of the NFC Championship. This has been your two-minute drill on GoTigers.com. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419 419- 522-2020. Weeds and leaves dragging you down? Landscaping need a tune-up? Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran-owned and operated, Hills specializes in flower beds, lawn care, leaf removal, and let's not pretend winter isn't around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal, too. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. That's 419 689 4346. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP electricofoh.com proud to be the presenting sponsor on vsbn radio want a chance to win forty eight hundred dollars then come to firefighter bingo on fourth street in mansfield and play their most popular game the horse race doors open at 4 p.m with early bird games starting at 6 30 p.m thursday friday and saturday located inside of the mansfield fire museum they offer a full concession stand you must be 18 or older to play That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Sean Adams, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Community Stadium. Nick Michaels on the call. It is halftime, but we are moments away from the start of the third quarter where Mansfield Senior leads Ashland 10-7 in a low-scoring affair. Let's dive right into the stats, courtesy of Ben May and Mr. John Davis. All right, so scoring plays. Zion Brown with his first touchdown of the year, a 14-yarder with uh, 8.36 to play in the second quarter, made it 7-0 Mansfield Sr., but immediately um, off some chunk plays, the Arrows struck back, making tying the game up 7-7. Landon McFrederick, a 45-yard touchdown pass from Luke Bryant with 6.52 to play, made it 7-7 until halftime. But then right before the half, Mansell Sr. was able to capitalize off a turnover, 29-yard field goal by Sean Putt with 1.54 to play until the intermission. Mansell Sr. 10, Ashland 7. Here are more in-depth stats. Plays 42-19, time of possession. Mansfield Sr., 17 minutes, only 6 for the Arrows. First downs, 12-3 Mansfield Sr. 
Uh, rushing the football. Are you ready for this? Are you sitting down, folks? I can't remember, and we can't remember. Oh, I just lost my stats. That's all right. Uh, 221 yards rushing in the first half. I think that was correct. 221. 211, sorry. 211. I'm waiting for the stats to come back. But, yeah, 211 yards rushing. Uh, we can't remember the last time the Tigers had over 200 yards rushing in the first half. We do know that the last time they were over 250 was back in 2019. They had over 300 yards rushing against Holy Name. I'm pretty sure they probably have done this before when uh, uh, Toledo Benson was the running back, back in those days when he went nuts. He had that crazy game against Clear Fork um, years ago. But anyways, only 37 yards rushing for the Arrows. Passing the football is a different story, though, for the Tigers tonight. Duke has really struggled. Ashland's secondary has played pretty solid, though, covering their guys downfield, uh, the Mansfield receivers downfield. Duke is one for eight for four yards and one interception. Uh, Luke Bryant passing the football for the Arrows, 4 of 10 for 101 yards and one touchdown. Uh, the leading rusher for TY is Zion Brown, 14 rushes, 67 yards. And to score, Jameer Petty has five rushes for 41 yards. And Ricky Mills, five carries, 40 yards. So they really have spread the ball around and rushing. Five carries for 37 yards for Duke. And three carries out of the Wildcat for 36 yards for Amar Davis. The leading receiver tonight for the Tigers is Keontes Bradley, one catch for four yards. Leading receiver for the Arrows is Landon McFrederick, two receptions, 44 yards, and two receptions for 57 yards for Jonathan Metzger. That's it for catching the football. Only two guys for the Arrows. And moving down, two turnovers apiece for each team. And penalties, two for 15 for Mansfield Sr. and four for 30 for the Arrows. And once again, time of possession, all Mansfield Sr., 17-6. to six. And as John mentioned earlier, that's the reason why the first half just kind of flew by here. The community stadium and the Arrows won the coin toss at the beginning of the game. They elected to defer. So Mansfield Sr. will kick it off, and it's Sean Putt. Landon McFrederick and Colton Johnson back deep for the Arrows. We're ready to start the third quarter. Low line drive down the middle, picked up. And that's Sterry. Sterry checks back towards the far side of the field across the 30, across the 35, and brought down around the 37-yard line was where they're spotting it. 11 yards on the return by Grayson Sturry. Jayante O'Brien, number three. Oh, 13 yards, yes. That's all right. We're all human, even you, John. <laughs> First and ten arrows from their own 37-yard line. Empty backfield set for Luke Bryan. Five wide, three on the near, two on the far. Receiver in motion. Here's the snap. I think that spots. It's a handoff. Up the middle. The moving pick there, and he runs up to about the 45-yard line. Eight-yard run, second and two. The running back was able to line up in the slot and then off the mo off the motion there, he was able to carry some momentum to get a good gain on first down. So this time they're going to line up three wide on the far side and only two on the near. But again, Spots is in the slot on the near side. Watch for that motion play, and here he goes again. They run the same play, and this time he goes up the middle, does have the first down across the 47 to about the 48, first and 10, Ashland. Back-to-back -back 
running plays. Haven't really run those plays before that point too much this evening, so we'll see if they continue to test the Tiger defense on that. And they really haven't run the wheel route tonight as well. That has been something they have been very successful against the Tigers in the past. Three receivers on the far side, one on the near, back on the left hip of Brian. Here's the snap. Brian's back to pass, dumps it off. No, it's tipped and intercepted. Lolo, he's to the 40, 35, to the 30, to the 20. He's gone. Touchdown, Tigers. Tip and the interception for a pick six. Lala Owens, good night. 42 yards, 42-yard pick six. Lala Owens off the tip pass. Right place at the right time for the Tigers. And now they have extended it to a two-possession lead. 16-7 pending the extra point attempt off the toe from Sean Putt. So bang, just to start off the third quarter, Mansfield Senior's defense making plays. That was something they really haven't had too much this year, scoring touchdowns on the defensive side of the ball like last year. PAT is up, and it is good. 10-39 to play third quarter. Mansfield Senior, 17. Ashland, 7. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Ricky Mills, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on gotigers.com. Unofficially a 42-yard pick six off the tip from Lala Owens. Mansell Sr. extending their lead to 10 points, 17-7 here at Community Stadium. 10-39 to play third quarter. Landon McFrederick and Johnson back to receive the kickoff from Sean Putt. And again, it's another low-line drive. Sales past one arrow, picked up at the 15. He's across the 20, 25, 30. And did he lose the football? No, he's brought down. I thought... He just got hit big time. Yeah, sorry, I thought he lost the ball. Huge lick there. Was that Sean Putt that brought him down? Oh, Griffin DeBolt, that's why they're fired up. I wonder, they're, they're jumping up and down on the uh, far sideline. Excited for Griffin. Big hit there. 24-yard return by, who was that? The return that. Johnson on the return. First and 10 Ashland from the Arrow 39-yard line. And Caden Spots is on the, on the carry up the middle, and he is brought down for a loss by Ricky Mills. Loss of what, two, John? Second and 12 back at the 37 now. Now off the pick six, this Tiger defense is fired up and the momentum is completely in favor now of T.Y. 
See if they can continue this here. This little run. Keep building that lead, boys. Lala showing blitz on the, on the near edge. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Bryant throws it in the middle of the field to the slot receiver. That is Grayson Sturry on the near side of the field. And on the stop was Isaiah Darson. Yes, it was Grayson Sturry. I missed it, and so did the official. Third and five from the Ashland 44-yard line. Bryant out of the shotgun. Spots on his right hip now moves in motion towards the far side. They'll dump it off to the check down that spot. Spins across the 45, just shy of midfield. He's close to the first down, and he will have it. First and 10 Ashland right at midfield. Six-yard gain. So a nice job by Bryant to use his check down there to get the first down. And Bryant's running off the field. So we might have a new quarterback here on this play. Looks like eight is into the game, and, so, and one is going to be the quarterback. That's McFrederick. They're trying to change it up here. They're going to run maybe a little wildcat. We'll see. Yes, 49. High snap. McFrederick's going to run with it. Tries to turn the corner on the far side and doesn't. I think that's a no gain. He might have gained half a yard if that. I think they're going to officially give him one, but it really wasn't hardly anything. One yard gain. So second and nine off the Wildcat run by McFrederick, and now Brian is back into the game at quarterback. 8-17 and counting third quarter. Mansfield Senior 7, Ashland. I'm sorry, Mansfield Senior 17, Ashland 7. Tiger showing blitz here. High snap. Brian back to pass. He has hit as he's thrown. It was complete to Sterry. And he was able to get it on the near sideline, 45-yard line, and for a solid gain on second down, six-yard gain, third and three coming up for the Arrows. On a very chilly evening in Ashland, Ohio. They'll spot the ball at the 44-yard line of Mansfield Sr. Two back set, spots on the right hip of... Luke Bryant, and on the left hip will be McFrederick. Two receivers on the far side, one on the near. Here's the snap. Bryant back to pass. Under pressure, and he's going to be brought down for a sack. Back, and that is Symir Phillips. Back into Ashland territory, and I think they're going to spot that, John, around the 49-yard line. 48-49, so going to be a loss of seven. Seven yards on the sack for – loss of seven, excuse me, on the sack for Symir Phillips. Had a nice breakout season last year, and he's been solid at times. So he was big there, forcing a punt. McFrederick will punt. Back to receive is Nate Dismuke. Here's the snap and running kick. It's a high one. Dis and Dismuke muffed the ball, lost it, and Ashland says they have it, and they do at the 30-yard line. Oh, my. At times like that, the sophomore has to learn just let it go and let it land wherever it lands there. Don't try to make that running catch. He misjudged the landing spot. And now Ashland gets a turnover off the fumble. It's a killer. Just when we had the momentum and was trying to at least make it a three-possession game, and now Ashland's right back in it at the 30-yard line. A Mansfield senior off the muff punt. 
Spots is the back on the right hip of Bryant. Trips on the far side, one on the near. McFrederick's in motion from right to left. Here's the snap, high snap. Hands it off to Spots up the middle. Solid gain down to about the 25-yard line. Actually, mark it at the 26. So four-yard run for Caden Spots. Ashland. Getting the turnover, and now they're trying to get back into this game here. They're down by 10, six minutes to play, third quarter. Out of the shotgun now. McFrederick in motion from right, from left to right, and they'll dump it off to him as he tries to turn the corner on the far side of the field. He's going to be brought down around the 20-yard line. He's close to a first down, and I think he has it. And he does. First and 10, Ashland off the Landon McFrederick reception. First and 10 arrows. Out of the shotgun, here's Bryant. Looks downfield, now he'll run up the middle for a very short gain. He's tripped up just inside of the 20 yard line to about the 19. Second and nine off the one yard run by the quarterback. Ricky Mills on the stop. So we approach the five minute mark of the third quarter. Ashland's knocking on the door. They're in the red zone. Two receivers on the near side and two receivers lined up on the far side. There's the back on that spots on the right hip of Bryant. Second and nine. Here's the snap. And hands it off to spots. Has room to run across the 20, and he is inside of the 15, down to about the 13-yard line. Lala Owens on the stop. So six-yard gain. Third and three. From the 13-yard line. Big third down here, but I imagine if you're Ashland, if you don't get it, you're still going to go for it. Senior High's offense has yet to be on the field in the third quarter. That's crazy. Here's the handoff to Spots. Runs with the football, and he is close to the first down. I think he's just short around the 11. He's going to be about a yard short. Not really. The Ashland coaches are right beside us, folks. FYI. Okay, fourth and one from the 11. No, he didn't. That was it. Yes, I thought it was a good spot. Fourth and one, under four minutes to play third quarter. Ashland has the football at the Mansfield 11-yard line. And under center on the quarterback keep, Bryant. Football, he's close, and I think he has it down to about the 10. So first and 10, Ashland off the quarterback sneak. Yeah, they do spot it inside of the 10. Yep, correct, at the 9. So first and goal. You have to wonder as well. You don't want to wear down this Tiger defense, as John mentioned. The offense has not been on the field yet in the third quarter, and we're almost at the end of the third quarter. High snap, quarterback keeper. Bryant running with it, checks back in towards the near side of the field, and he's going to run into the end zone for an Ashland touchdown. Nine-yard touchdown run with 3.26 to play in the third quarter. Makes it now Mansfield Senior 17 and Ashland 13. 
So a nine-yard run for the quarterback, Luke Bryant. Bra Braxton Hunt's PAT is blocked. So that's going to keep it a four-point game here, and that's crucial down the road here with 3.26 to play in the third quarter. PAT is blocked by the Tigers, 17-13. to Mansell Sr. over Ashland. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Ricky Mills, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on gotigers.com. So since the start of the 2019 season, Mansell Sr. now has 18 blocks on, kick, on field goals or uh, PATs. That fun stat for you by John Davis. Caden Spots looks like he's going to kick it off for the Arrows. And it's a high one. Not too far, though, and it jumps into the arms of Keontes at the 20. Tries to turn the corner on the far side. Has room to run to the 30 to the 40. He's across midfield and into Ashland territory to about the 45-yard line. So Ashland was able to get a touchdown there off the Nate Dismuke muff punt and the turnover. Now the Tigers are trying to answer and go back up by two possessions here on this drive. Great field position, though. What a return there by 35-yard return. Good blocking there at midfield as well. New Philly 14 to 0 over Madison. That's in the third quarter. That's closer than I thought it would be. All right, first and 10 from the 45 yard line of Ashland. Mansell Sr. has the football. Pistol set. I think that's Zion the back behind Duke. One receiver on the far side, two on the near. Here's the snap, hands it off, runs up the middle of Zion, room to run, 40, 35, and he is tripped up close to the 30-yard line. And they're going to mark him all the way down at the 29-yard line, so it's a 16-yard run for Zion Brown. 15 carries, 83 yards now for Zion. What a game he's had. He has the first touchdown of the year as well tonight. He is our front runner right now for the Hills Heisman. Stay tuned after the game. We'll have that presentation. The winner will receive a T-shirt and my autograph. No, just kidding. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Zion, and he's going to run up the middle on the far hash mark, and it's going to be a short gain. But they move the ball to the 27, so a two-yard run. No, uh, they're talking about it. I didn't see a flag. The umpire's got a flag. He picks it up. They look like they're walking Ashland's way. 
Wow, personal foul, face mask. 13-yard penalty. As we're inside, what, the 30, so half the distance. Wow, so that's going to march the ball into the red zone. So Tigers are set up here to get some points on this drive. So the, what, 13-yard line we'll call it? Officially the ball's at the 12. Okay, so... Well, the scoreboard says 13, but we're going with the 12. So, so we're going to run a pistol set, and I think that's Zion, right, Ben? Yep. Behind Duke. One receiver on the far side. I think that's Dismuke. And on the near side, we have two receivers. I'm going back to 13. So now it is at the 13. Here's the snap. Hands it off. Runs up the middle. Zion had room to run. He was tripped up. He had one man to beat, and he would have run into the end zone. He is tripped up around the six-yard line. So about a seven-yard run for Zion Brown. Let's see where this guy backs up to. Looks like he's backing up in between the seven and the six. So I'm going to give him six. Second and three or four, I guess. It's just, yeah, second and three is what the scoreboard says. So Duke looks back at the coaching staff. One receiver on the far side, two on the near. Brown is the back. Makai's in motion from left to right. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Zion up the middle, inside of the five. And he's going to be brought down where? About the three, Ben? About the four. Let's wait here. Looks like the four. No, it's first and goal. He got a first down. Scoreboard showing first and goal, but the chain does say third down. Yeah, so it is third and one. Sorry, apologies. A lot of confusion here. Pistol set for the Tigers again, third and one. Duke looks back at the coaching staff. No, the scoreboard still says first and goal, so I think the officials went there. So where's the ball spotted? At the four? Okay. The officials are huddling right now. And the conference is over. No explanation, so we play on. Uh, uh, approaching the one-minute mark of the third quarter. Pistol set again, third and one. Brown's on the left hip of Duke. Here's the snap. And pitches it to Zion on the outside. Tries to turn the corner. He might, and I think he has the first down inside of the five. They spot him around the two or three, in between the two and three. So Zion does have the first down. So first and goal, Mansfield Senior. Yeah, the ball's going to be at the two, so that's going to be a gain of two. Two-yard gain as we're at 48 seconds now left in the third quarter. First and goal from the two-yard line. Tigers knocking on the, on the door here. So we approach 30 seconds. High formation. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Ricky, the halfback, who is close to the goal line. I think he gets down to about the one, just shy. He ran that play last week against Lexington. And... 
We'll see if they run another play here. There's no need to rush here. And they're not going to get this off, are they? Four seconds. Wow, they're lined up quick here. They're going to go. Duke on the on the keeper up the middle. Did he get in? Touchdown, Mansfield Sr. Duke Grease on the one-yard touchdown run right up the middle. Mansfield Sr. Adds on, yeah, on the last play of the quarter. Makes it now 23-13 to 13 here at Community Stadium. One-yard touchdown run for Duke Reese. But some nice running on this drive by Zion Brown as he is close to the century mark tonight. 96 yards to be exact on 19 carries. Love seeing him have this night. He's really done a nice job tonight, and so is the O-line. They have done a nice job blocking up front. It's like Coach Owen said in the pregame show, every week they're getting better and better. And we have a pre-snap penalty, false start. So they're just going to test the leg here of Sean Putt on the PAT. So Tigers up 10. This is an untimed down, obviously. And then we'll head to the fourth after the PAT. So here we go. Snap the hold, kick is up, and it is good. And at the end of the third quarter, Mansfield Sr. now leads Ashland 24 to 13. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Weeds and leaves dragging you down? Landscaping need a tune-up? Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran-owned and operated, Hills specializes in flower beds, lawn care, leaf removal, and let's not pretend winter isn't around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal, too. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. That's 419-689-4346. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Amar Davis, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. What's up, Tiger Nation? Nick Michaels here reminding you to tune into our coverage next Friday night, October the 7th at 6.30 p.m. as the Worcester Generals come to Arlen Field to battle the T.Y. Tigers in an OCC clash. Always a great contest with those two schools. On your radio home for Tiger football, GoTigers.com. Nick Michaels back here at Community Stadium. Final play of the third quarter was a one-yard touchdown run by Duke Reese and the Mansfield Senior High T.Y. Tigers build Onto their lead, 24 to 13 here to start the fourth. Sean Putt will kick off. Johnson and McFrederick are back deep for the arrows. And it's a high one, and it is picked up around the 18-yard line, running with the football. It's Johnson has room to run, 30 checks, checks back in, and now he's going to be brought down. Whoa, suplex tackle there. I think that was McGinty. No, that's DeBolt, DeBolt again. So another big tackle tonight on special teams for Griffin DeBolt. That was a four-point takedown right there. First and 10 for the arrow offense. Trying to respond the Mansfield touchdown. Here's the snap. Hands it off to spots up the middle. Made a man miss. Missed tackle across midfield into Mansfield senior territory. When they motioned the guy across, the linebacker went with him. That was a give 
Isaiah Darson on the stop. 16-yard run for Caden Spots. He now has 11 rushes for 54 yards. End of the third quarter in New Philly. Still 14-0 Quakers over the Rams. 11.25 to play in the ballgame. Here's the snap. Fake handoff. Throws it middle of the field. Incomplete. Threw it at the feet of Metzger. Just a miscommunication. Mansfield Senior for just joining us up 11 on Ashland. 24-13. to 11-21 to play. In the ballgame. Second and 10. Empty backfield look now, and it looks like McFrederick is in it. Wildcat formation. Trips on the far. Two on the near. Here's the snap. Runs up the middle. McFrederick across the 45. He's inside. No, he's right at the 40-yard line. So he's going to get seven-yard run, third and three coming up for the Tiger defense. Need a stop. Now, back into the game. No, I'm sorry. It's still McFrederick, the quarterback. Spots is on the right hip. Out of the shotgun. High snap. He'll keep it on the Wildcat. Up the middle. But Makai Bradley with a violent hit. You could feel that up here in the press box. He is fired up. Loss of one on the play for Makai Bradley. Under 11 minutes to play in the ballgame, Mansfield Sr. Now fourth and four trying to get off the field here. Arrows will go for it as Luke Bryant is back into the game at quarterback. They line up five wide, three on the far, two on the near. Tigers. They were showing blitz. Now they back off. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Bryant throws yeah. it into the coverage. Keontes Bradley bats it down. Turnover on downs. It was intended for Metzger. What a play. What a job by Keontes to get in front of the receiver and knock the ball down. There's a reason why he's going to Kent State next year, folks. Tigers defense does their job. Now the offense. Run clock. Yep. Continue to run the football as now we're looking at 242 yards currently on the ground. On a night where Duke Reese has not been a factor through the year, they haven't needed him. When uh, Ashland just can't stop the run, why even bother passing? Pistol set. Two on the far side of the field for the Tigers. One on the near. Dismuke is on the near side. I think that's Zion the, the back behind Duke. Makai Bradley is in a tight end to block on the right side of the line. As we approach the 10-minute mark in the fourth quarter, here's the snap. Hands it off to Zion up the middle. He's across the 40, across the 45. And tripped up around the 46-yard line. So a five-yard run for Zion Brown from the 41 to the 46. Second and five. Pistol set again. Same formation. Two on the far, one on the near. Brown behind Duke, excuse me, as they continue to milk this clock. Under 10 minutes to play. Looks back at the sideline. Senior just trying to take care of the football here in the fourth quarter and get out of here with a win. 
Now Zion moves to the left hip. Here's the snap, hands it off. He'll run a counter. Now he's up the middle, cuts back in, and he's across midfield, and he is down close to the 45-yard line of Ashland. Has the first down and more, and he is, is spotted at the 45. Nine-yard run for Zion Brown. He is over 100 yards now, 110 on the ground on 21 carries. Mansell Sr. over the 250 mark for the first time since 2019. Love seeing that on the rushing attack. Two receivers on the far side. Amar's on the slot on the far side of the field. Keontes is on the far post. On the near post here is Nate Dismuke. The running back is Zion Brown on the right hip of Duke Reese. Here's the snap. Pitches it to Zion. He's to the 50, and he's going to get back to the line of scrimmage, or no? They're going to give him a one-yard loss back to the 46. 8.30 now and counting. Mansfield Senior 24, Ashland 13. It was 10 to 7 and a half. Second and 11 from the 44-yard line of Ashland, or 46, excuse me. Out of the pistol as they continue to milk this clock, so we go to eight minutes. One receiver on the far side, two on the near. Brown is still the back. Here's the snap. Oh, I'm sorry, that's Ricky. He has room to run across the 45. Fooled me inside of the 40 on the far side of the field and brought down right in bounds there. What a job by Ricky to stay in bounds. Does not have the first down, but uh, he's going to nine-yard gain. Sets up third and short. <laughs> Third and two from the 37-yard line. I think he heard you. Pistol set. Tigers on the two on two on the near side. Excuse me, one on the far. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he is. Who wouldn't? <laughs> and I think it's still Ricky, the back behind Duke. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Ricky up the middle. Has room to run. Has the first down and more inside of the 35, all the way down, close to the 30. First and 10, and they're going to spot it at the 31-yard line. So a big third down run for Ricky Mills, and guess what, John? The clock continues to tick, 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 tick. Under seven minutes now, 24-13 TY. Four seconds we can run off here. And on a night where Ashland just has not been able to stop the run, and boy, oh, boy, has this game moved pretty fast. Pistol set, two receivers on the near side, one on the far. Makai Bradley, the tight end, is a motion from left to right. Here's the snap, hands it off to Ricky Mills. Turns the corner on the far side of the field for a short game. Well, they're going to get him all the way down now. He continued to move, and did he run out of bounds? Uh, he runs out of bounds. Clock stops, 625 to play. Seven-yard run, but got to stay in bounds. Ashland just pushing him out there. Thirty-one. Twenty-four. Oh yes, 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 yes. So, second and three is the call from the twenty-four-yard line. Pistol set again. I think it's still Mills. Or no, it's Zion back in. Zion off the handoff. He'll go up the middle inside of the 25, down to about the 23. 
So a gain of what, two? One. Gain of one. Third and two. So another third down conversion upcoming. Gee, I wonder what they're going to do here, John. I think you hand it off to five. I bet you they go for it. Oh, I would too. I would too. I mean on third down. Yeah. No, I meant fourth if they don't get it. Third and one is what the scoreboard says, but we have third and two from the, what, 23-yard line. Pistol set. Brown is the back behind Duke. One receiver on the far side and two on the near. Makai is the tight end on the left side of the line, but timeout Mansfield Sr. with 5.40 to play in the ball game. Tigers up 24-13. to You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is Makai Bradley, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. What's up, Tiger Nation? Nick Michaels here reminding you to tune into our coverage next Friday night, October the 7th at 6.30 p.m. as the Worcester Generals come to Arlen Field to battle the T.Y. Tigers in an OCC clash. Always a great contest with those two schools. On your radio home for Tiger football, GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Community Stadium. Nick Michaels here from Ashland, Ohio. Third and one from the 23-yard line of Ashland. Here's the snap. Tigers have it. Rolling to the left side as Duke throws it, and it's caught by the Tigers. Amar, 15, and he's got to stay in bounds. No, he's going to be pushed out of bounds around the 10-yard line. So looks like he's going to be first and goal. He was trying to stay in bounds, but the defender pushed him out. Right at the 10, so it's going to be a gain of 13. 13-yard gain. And a nice play call there as Ashland was stacking the box and was created a one-on-one matchup with Amar. And a one-on-one with Amar, you take that all night. Love the play call there. Nice job by Duke to make the big third down throw. Zion Brown is the back now. First and goal, 5.30 to play in the ball game from the 10-yard line of Ashland. Tigers up 11, and now what do we have? Another timeout? Yep, we'll keep it here. Next week we'll be on the air 6.30 p.m. from Arlen Field as the Worcester Generals come to town. 6.30 p.m. We'll have Chokey Bradley on the pregame show like he is every week. And something else we've done in the last couple of weeks has been really uh, interesting and fun and people have reacted very well to is uh, I've tried to talk to a player every week and have feature them in the halftime show as well. So we'll try to get a player for you to try to feature on our RFME halftime report. Amir Phillips got the blocked extra point. What's his number, 40? Yes. So the confirmed on the blocked extra point there when Ashland scored, it was Samir Phillips. Back here, 5.30 to play in the ball game. Mansfield Sr. up 11, trying to run some more clock here. First and goal from the 10. Pistol set. Zion Brown is the back behind Duke. Here's the snap, low snap. 
And it, he handed it off to Zion, and the play was blown up by three defenders of Ashland. It's a loss of about, well, now they're standing at the 14. So four-yard loss. Second and goal at the 14-yard line as we approach five minutes. The only good news about that play was the clock continued to run. Ashland has all three of their timeouts. Mansell Sr. has one remaining. Pistol set again. Brown's the back. Here's the snap. Duke's going to throw and had his man incomplete in the middle of the end zone. Lala Owens, who had beaten the safety, number seven, and just couldn't quite haul it in. The timing was a little off there. And by the time Lala went to go catch it, it was a little past him, incomplete. So, unfortunately, that will stop the clock at 4.47 to play in the ball game. Third and 14 from the 14. Well, third and goal officially. Pistol set again. One receiver on the far side, one on the near. Dismuke is the receiver on the far side. On the near side of the field is Jermaine Bradley. Brown is the back. Makai in motion, the tight end from left to right. Here's the snap. Hands it off to... Zion, he's across the 15, inside of the 15, down to about the 10-yard line. Timeout Ashland, though, as he did not get to the goal line, so it is going to be fourth and goal from the 10-yard line. Timeout Ashland, let's take one more quick break. With 4.41 to play in the ballgame, Tigers up 11. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Weeds and leaves dragging you down? Landscaping need a tune-up? Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran-owned and operated, Hills specializes in flower beds, lawn care, leaf removal, and let's not pretend winter isn't around the corner, Hills Landscaping does snow removal too. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. That's 419-689-4346. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Amar Davis, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Community Stadium. Nick Michaels here with 4.41 to play in the ballgame. Tigers up 24-13. to 28-yard field goal attempt for Sean Putt. Twenty-eight yarder, snap the hold, the kick is up, and it is good. Right down the middle, twenty-seven to thirteen. Now Mansfield Senior leads Ashland, four thirty-five to play in the ball game. We'll take a break. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Lala, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Community Stadium. Nick Michaels on the call off the 28-yard field goal from Sean Putt, his second on the evening. His first two not only attempts but makes on the year for Sean this season. 
Makes it 27-13. Mansfield Sr. over the Arrows. In a game where Mansfield Sr. was able to force some turnovers and that was his lucky 13th run the football tonight. What was it? His lucky 13th made field goal in his career. So 13th on the career of Sean Putt. Okay, All right, low line drive, and they're going to do this little pit, pitch and ladder here. Move to McFrederick on the near side of the field. Turns the corner across the 40. Penalty marker is down with 425 to play in the ball game. Yeah, I think it was an illegal forward pass. It looked pretty close. About the 34 is where it landed. So Mansfield Senior up 27 to 13 here. 425 to play in the ball game. We'll check the penalty. Wow, targeting. Who is that? Oh, I was gonna say. It looked like targeting, though. So here we go, first and 10 at the Mansfield Senior 45-yard line off the penalty, going deep here on first down, and Luke Bryant throws it incomplete on the near sideline inside of the 20. It was intended for Jonathan Metzger. Four nineteen to play in the ball game. Tigers up two touchdowns. Stay tuned for the post-game report. We'll have the Hills Heisman. Outstanding performance of the game. And the player will receive a T-shirt courtesy of Hills Landscaping and VSBN. Empty backfield set for the Arrows. Five wide, three on the far, two on the near. Here's the snap. Bryant back to pass. Throws the middle of the field. Had a man miss. And inside of the 35-yard line brought down around the 30. And that was Grayson Sturry on the reception. Thirty yard line, so first and ten from the thirty, four fourteen to play. As the clock now continues to run. Off the first down. And Mc and McFrederick is in motion from left to right. Here's the snap, hands it off. And was that spots on the carry? Yes, it was. So he runs up the middle for a five yard run down to the twenty five yard line. Here's the snap. Uh, Bryant rolls to the left side, fires deep downfield, incomplete on the sideline. As double coverage on Grayson Sturry down the field by the Tigers secondary. Third and five from the 25-yard line of Mansfield Senior. So 3.36 to play in the fourth quarter. Here's the snap. Bryant throws it towards the slot on the near side, and that's Sturry inside of the 20-yard line. And he has a first down as the arrows are now in the red zone. They're down 27-13 with 3.31 to play in the ballgame. Seven-yard gain on the reception to Grayson Sturry. 
Five wide set again for the Arrows. Empty backfield. Three on the far, two on the near. Spots is in the slot on the near side. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Bryant throws. Check down to Spots. Spins at the 15 and dives inside of the 15 to about the 14-yard line. Lands inbounds, though. Clock continues to roll. 14-yard line. So four-yard gain, second and six, under three minutes to play in the ballgame. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Bryant throws incomplete on the far side, but a penalty marker is down. As it was intended for spots. And now Luke Bryant, the quarterback, is going to run off the field here. And it looks like they're going to go Wildcat again with McFrederick. We'll check the flag, though. And he's walking over. Well, I don't know what this ref's doing now. He's taking his time for the call. Pass interference is the call. So pass interference on Mansell Sr. So half the distance to the goal, first down now. The ball spotted is first and goal from the seven yard line. <laughs> so they reset the play clock. So it's first and goal from the seven yard line. McFrederick is the quarterback in the Wildcat. He'll keep it. Tries to run towards the outside. Tries to turn the corner on La La Owens. And he is brought down right before he falls out of bounds on the far side inside of the five to about the four. So the four-yard line. So a three-yard gain there. It's going to be second and goal. Off the Wildcat run by McFrederick. And he is still in, in the game at quarterback for the Wildcat. Tight end moves from right to left. Here's the snap. Throws back into the end zone, and it is caught for an Ashland touchdown. Jonathan Metzger with a four-yard touchdown reception, 2.07 to play in the ball game. Makes it Mansfield Senior 27, Ashland 19. So, Ashland drives right down the field, and they answer. So, 2.07 to play. On to attempt the PAT. It looks like it's number nine. They snap the hold, the kick is up, and it is good. Braxton Hunt hits the PAT. 2.07 to play in the ballgame, 27 to 20. Mansfield Senior over Ashland, thanks for bearing with us tonight. We've had technical difficulties all over the place tonight. So Mansfield Senior up seven. Can they hold their lead with two minutes to play? You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, 
Give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is Makai Bradley, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Community Stadium. Ashland answering with a touchdown. It was a touchdown pass from Landon McFrederick, who's in at the Wildcat position with 2.07 to play in the ball game to Jonathan Metzger. It was a four-yard touchdown pass to Metzger. So here we go. As it's going to be Caden Spots to kick off. And it looks like the hands team is on the field, so we're going to have an onside attempt. 2.07 to play. Ashland has two timeouts remaining. So Caden Spots, Mansell Sr., better get ready. Got to get the football here. And pooches it on the far side of the field. Loose ball. And Mansfield Sr. looks like they might have it. And they're going to call illegal touching, I guess. So Ashley must have touched it at the 49. So because of the illegal touch, Mansfield Sr. will will get the football here. A lot of... There's a huge mess here. As Mansfield coaches are on the field yelling. Ashland coaches are on the field yelling. So it is Mansfield football at midfield. So the Tigers officially get the onside kick off the illegal touching. So that's going to pretty much, for the most part, you think would kill their momentum run. And now Mansfield Sr. in a night where they have over 278 yards on the ground. Get a couple first downs and let's get out of here with the win, boys. It hasn't been pretty, hasn't been easy tonight, but Mansfield Sr., when they needed big plays, they were able to step up on the defensive side and on the offensive side of the ball. Sean Putt with two field goals as well, so all around, I think Coach Bradley will be happy to get out of here with the win. Pistol set, two receivers. I know, I just said that. A couple first downs. And the back is Zion Brown, who has 110 yards on the ground tonight. His best performance of the year. And his first touchdown as well. Pistol set two on the far, one on the near. Here's the snap, hands it off. Zion made a man miss, lost the ball. He was inside of the 40. The ball popped out. Looked like it was knocked out by a linebacker. Did Ashland get the ball? We're looking for the official call. And Ashland has recovered the fumble. Oh, my. 153 to play in the ball game. It is a turnover fest here tonight. Three turnovers apiece, so six total. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. That's that's a shame for Zion, you know, because he had he was having such a great night, and for that to be such a unfortunate play there, and the ball was just popped out, and Ashland falls on it, so they'll have the ball at the Arrow 37-yard line. So they'll line up four wide, two receivers on the far, two on the near. McFrederick is in the slot on the near, on the far side. He's in motion. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Bryant under pressure. Throws deep downfield towards the sideline incomplete. 147 to play, second and 10 from the Ashland 37-yard line. Arrows have the football. 
27 to 20. I didn't think you were allowed to play while the ball was in motion. Oh, okay. So 147 to play, second and 10 from the 37-yard line. Empty backfield set five wide. Here's the snap. Throws middle of the field incomplete, and Bryant just a nasty throw there, throwing it away in the middle of the field. No receiver was there. So third and 10. The defense needs two more plays here. Ashland has two timeouts left. Mansfield has one. Empty backfield set, two on the far, three on the near. Luke Bryant back to pass, under pressure, throws, far sideline, and it's caught. Tiger defense, though, to greet him right before the 45. It's about the 44-yard line, seven-yard gain. So it's going to be fourth and three coming up. This is a big play here. Tiger's defense needs to stop. Empty backfield, three on the near. Here's the snap. Throws, middle of the field. Incomplete. Oh, no. I thought it was incomplete. It hit the ground. Oh, my. I could have sworn that hit the ground. That was close. Oh, my goodness. Right in midfield, they give it to him. I don't know about that. That was really close. I need video replay. First and 10, Ashland, 106 and counting in the ball game. Down seven, Mansell Sr. with the lead. Here's the snap. Brian back to pass under pressure. He rolls to the left side, fires on the far side. It's caught. And the defender brings him out of bounds on the far sideline around the 35-yard line. And Colton Johnson on the reception for Ashland. Another first down, 53 seconds left in the ball game. Turning into a thriller here at Community Stadium. Ball at the Tiger 35-yard line. Arrows have it. Spots is the running back on the right hip of Luke Bryan. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Throws deep. Far sideline. Incomplete. Ashland wants a flag, and a late flag comes in from the from the umpire. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Talk about a late flag. Oh, my goodness. That is crazy. That's what I'm doing. So... The late flag, now the officials are talking. But, man, that was so late. I don't know. That looked pretty clean from our vantage point. So they're going to uphold the penalty to pass interference. Mm -mm -mm. 48 seconds to play. Another first down for the Arrows upcoming as this defense looks like it's going to come down to a the last couple of seconds here, 48 seconds remain. First and 10 from the 20-yard line. Here's the snap. Luke Bryan just throws up an ugly floater. It is tipped away. Good play by the defender. Who was that, Giante? Giante, nice job. Ugly, ugly ball thrown up. <clears throat> and a late flag again. And he, the official is slowly trotting over to Chokey Bradley to give him an explanation.
42 seconds on the play clock. Five-yard penalty of some sort. So five-yard penalty, what, on Mansfield? No, on Ashland. Oh, on Ashland. I think it was ineligible man downfield. Is that five yards? Okay, so that moves it. 42 seconds, first and 15 from the 25-yard line. So ineligible man downfield. Here's the snap. Brian back to pass. Throws. Middle of the field. Almost intercepted. And I believe that was Lala. Inches away from a game-clinching interception with 38 seconds left. Second and 15 from the 25. I'm pretty sure in two years, if we are welcome back here, we're going to be sitting in the parking lot. Ashley coaches are not happy with us. <laughs> Here's the snap. Second and 15. Back to pass. Rolling to the left side is Bryant. Looks, and he runs towards the far sideline inside of the 15-yard line on the quarterback keep with 31 seconds left in the ball game. So... They third and four on the 10-yard run on the quarterback keep from the 14-yard line. Third and four, 31 seconds left in the game. Ashland down seven to Mansfield Senior. Pistol formation, Senior high blitzing. Here's the snap and runs it with spots up the middle. He's to the 10, inside of the 10, and he is close. I think he has an Ashland first down, and he does. And first and 10, Ashland. And we have a timeout, Ashland. We'll take a break as well. 26 seconds left in the ball game. It is 27 to 20. Mansfield Sr. over Ashland. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. This is Makai Bradley, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back after the Ashland timeout. Nick Michaels, 26 seconds remain in the game where Mansell Sr. was up 27-13 not too long ago. Ashland was able to march down the field, get a touchdown. Now they got the ball back off the Zion Brown fumble. It is first and goal from the 8-yard line. Two back set for the quarterback, Bryant. Here's the snap, back to pass. Throws into the end zone, incomplete. And the receiver, the pass was behind him. It was intended for Grayson Sturry. A couple of penalties extending this drive. Second and goal with 23 seconds remaining. I do not have the energy for overtime, so let's just end this now, boys. Let's get a stop here. Second and goal from 23 seconds remaining. Back on the right hip of Brian. Here's the snap. Throws into the end zone on the far side. Incomplete in the penalty marker. A late one. Falls. Who was that? So it was intended for Johnny Metzger. Yep, so because it was already second and goal, we're going to keep it second and goal. Just move it, what, to the four? Yeah, but it's still second. 
Exactly. That's the saving grace. No automatic first downs. Twenty seconds remain. So the whole game really just flew by in this last five minutes has felt like an hour. Time is it? Nine thirty-five. So it's no, the scoreboard says first and goal. That can't be right. That's not right. right. So it's second and goal. Yeah. Twenty seconds remain. And Mansell Senior, Coach Adams, calls a timeout. We'll keep it here. 20 seconds remain. 27 to 20. Mansell Senior leading Ashland, but the arrows are knocking on the door. Here's what's up next week on our GoTigers.com waves. What's up, Tiger Nation? Nick Michaels here reminding you to tune into our coverage next Friday night, October the 7th at 6.30 p.m. as the Worcester Generals come to Arlen Field to battle the T.Y. Tigers in an OCC clash. Always a great contest with those two schools. On your radio home for Tiger football, GoTigers.com. Back at Community Stadium. All right, so 20 seconds to go. Second and goal from the four-yard line. Ashland down seven. Mansell Senior looking for a goal line stand here to end this one. Zion Brown fumbling the ball in Ashland territory, setting up this comeback attempt by the Arrows. After a wonderful night he's had on the ground, 122 yards rushing and a touchdown, his first on the year. 20 seconds left. And is it still? Yeah, it's still Bryant. McFrederick is on the left hip. One receiver on the far, two on the near. Here's the snap, second and goal, hands it off. And that is McFrederick runs in a tackle for loss in the backfield. Who is it? Keontes Bradley coming off the edge and just taking out the feet of the running back, McFrederick. Timeout, Ashland with 14 seconds left, third and goal from the six-yard line. Arrows have the ball. It's a thriller here in Ashland. I don't have the energy for overtime. So two more plays, hopefully. Fourteen seconds remaining. Now Ashland, by the way, is out of timeout. So are the Tigers. So that's it. So the folks are standing on the far side in the Mansfield Visiting stands on their feet in a thriller, biting their nails, just like we are. Fourteen seconds remain. Third and goal off the Ashland timeout. Here comes the offense trotting onto the field. Luke Bryant, the quarterback, with Caden Spots on his right hip. Two receivers split out on the far side, two on the near. Third and goal. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Bryant throws it. Deep corner. Incomplete. Threw it out. A bounce. Fourth and goal. One more play. With 10 seconds left. Seems like no matter what, every year it's just always such a thriller with these two teams. Last year was 28-24. And two years ago here, both of them were very close. Fourth and goal. This is the game right here. 
from the six-yard line. Spots is on the right hip. O'Brien, one receiver on the far side. McFrederick's in motion from right to left. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Under pressure. And he looks. And he rolls to the right. And he's going to be brought down. And that is Aaron Thornton for the win. Mansfield Sr. with the sack to close this one out. Aaron Thornton. Oh, my. You talk about a Heisman play right there. One play tonight, but that was the one to clinch it. Aaron Thornton, the senior, after the, after the emotional week that he had last week with the big play on the first play of the game against Lexington, comes up clutch, Captain Clutch for the win tonight, Aaron Thornton. Stay tuned for the postgame report. We'll have our Hills Heisman Award present the winning player with the T-shirt, courtesy of Hills Landscaping. So Mansfield Senior with two seconds left has to take a knee, and we'll get out of here with the win as we prepare for Worcester next week at home. Ansel Sr. will improve to 5-2 and two on the year. Ashland falls to 4-3. and three. And here we go. Here's the snap and takes the knee. And one of the players falls down, but that doesn't matter. And that's going to be the final play of tonight's game with the score. Mansell Sr. wins the thriller at Community Stadium, 27-20 over Ashland. Don't go anywhere. We'll have the postgame show coming up and our Hills-Heisman presentation as well. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419 419- 522-2020. Weeds and leaves dragging you down? Landscaping need a tune-up? Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran owned and operated, Hills specializes in flower beds, lawn care, leaf removal, and let's not pretend winter isn't around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal too. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. That's 419 689 BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. 
That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Sean Adams, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Community Stadium. It was a thriller tonight. Mansfield Senior over Ashland. Final score, 27-20 to 20 here. Are the final stats, courtesy of Mr. John Davis and Ben May. And what a game it was. Uh, back and forth we went after one, no score. At the half, it was 10-7 to 7 as Zion Brown with his first touchdown of the year, a 14-yard run with 8.36 to play in the uh, second quarter. Made it 7-0, then Ashland answered immediately with a 45-yard touchdown pass from Luke Bryant to Landon McFrederick. With 6.52 to play in the second quarter, we tied it up at 7. And then Sean Putt kicked the Tigers to the lead. 1.54 to play until halftime, 10-7 on the 29-yarder. And then in the third quarter, it was a 42-yard pick six by Elias Lala Owens. 10.39 to play in the third, 17-7 Mansell Sr., then Luke Bryant would answer with 3.26 to play in the third quarter. 17-13 Ashland on a nine-yard run. The PAT was blocked the 18th since 2019, the start of the 2019 season. Duke Reese with a one-yard touchdown run as time expired at the end of the third quarter. Made it 24-13, Mansell Sr., their largest lead of the game to that point. But then Sean Putt was able to get a 28-yard field goal with 4.35 to play in the ball game, Made it 27-13, and we thought it was out of hand at that point, but Ashland kept clawing and clawing back into this one. Jonathan Metzger, a four-yard touchdown pass from Landon McFrederick with 2.07 to play in the ball game, Made it 27-20. Ashland drove down the field, but the Tiger defense gets the stop, courtesy of Aaron Thornton, who had the game-clinching sack tonight. Also led the team in tackles, but we'll get to that in just a second. All right, so here are the uh, stat lines. Six plays 61 to 60, Mansfield Senior. First downs 18 to 14 in favor of Mansfield. Rushing the football tonight, Tigers were 10 yards shy of 300 yards. 51 carries, 290 yards on the ground. They split that up with a bunch of guys. Uh, Ashland had 28 carries for 96 yards. Passing the football wasn't the greatest night for Duke Reese at all. Two of 10 for 17 yards and an interception. But the Tigers were able to use their ground game tonight to get the win. A 307 total yards to Ashland's 275. Uh, throwing the football for Luke Bryant tonight, he was 14 to 31, 175 yards and a touchdown and a pick as Elias Lala Owens had that interception. Turnovers, it was a turnover fest. Mansell Sr. had four turnovers and still won the ball game. Ashland with three. Six penalties, 54 yards for the Tigers. Six penalties, 48 yards for the Arrows. And then uh, senior high tonight, they were 5 of 12 from on third down, and Ashland was 4 of 12. Tigers were 2 of 3 on fourth down tonight, and 2 of 4 for the Arrows on fourth down. Time of possession, it wasn't close at halftime, but it ended up 26-21, Mansfield senior with time of possession. Rushing the football tonight, uh, that costly fumble there towards the end of the game, but Mansfield Senior's defense bailed out Zion Brown. He had 26 carries, 122 yards, and in his first rushing touchdown of the game did have that fumble, as I mentioned. Ricky Mills had nine carries for 63 yards. Jameer Petty, five carries, 41 yards. Duke Reese, the quarterback, six carries, 38 yards. He had a couple of big third down runs to extend the drives tonight. Amar Davis had three carries for 36 yards out of the Wildcat. And then the leading receiver was Amar Davis, one reception, 13 yards. Uh, running the football for the Arrows, 13 carries, 65 yards for Keaton Spots. 
And as I mentioned before, Luke Bryan was 14-31, 175 passing. And then receiving was Landon McFrederick. He had three catches, 50 yards, and a touchdown, and three catches, 61 yards for Jonathan Metzger in the touchdown as well. Tackling defensively for Ashland, Ethan Truax had 14 tackles. Gunnar Lacey had 10. Aaron Thornton led the way in tackling for the Tiger defense with nine unofficially, and he had one sack, and that was the game-clinching sack. Makai Bradley had eight tackles as well. So that leads to our Hills Heisman, outstanding performance of the game. Congratulations to the senior defender, Aaron Thornton, for winning tonight's Hills Heisman. We'll have an interview and picture on our social media later this evening. So we're going to get out of here because it's uh, been a crazy night and our blood pressures are through the roof, and we're ready to go talk to Aaron. So stay tuned for all of our social media posts coming later this evening. Final score of tonight's game, Anso Senior 27, Ashland 20, as the Tigers improve to 5-2 and two on the year and 3-1 and one in the OCC. They return home next week to Arlen Field as they host the Worcester Generals. Game time is at 7. We'll be on the air at 6.30 p.m. with uh, the coaches show, Chokey Bradley, at 6.30 p.m. On GoTigers.com, thanks to Jason Goins and everyone here at Ashland for hosting us tonight. And thank you for listening. We apologize for the technical difficulties, but it is what it is kind of night here. Week number 7 is in the books. Once again, Mansell Senior wins 27-20 to over Ashland. Good night from Community Stadium.